I watched a seven foot five dude get Rudy Gobert with a sham guy. That was crazy. Okay. Players decide when coaches are done. Once the players are done with you, you are done. If you would have did that on the train in 2004, forget food. <laughs> you were perfect. Ain't get no whiff of the NBA. The league is hard. Yo, welcome back to 7 p.m. in Brooklyn. I'm Carmelo Anthony here with my co-host. That's right. It's your boy, the kid. Meryl, the human direct club. This is a Wave Sports and Entertainment original presented by Prospects, man. We back. We got a special guest in the building, man. One of the sharpest voices in sports. Host of the right time on Wave Sports and Entertainment. And gang, Bomani Jones in the building. My guy. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the show. Well, on the left. No, no, no. No, part, look, look, we got part on the left because I'm on part on the left. Okay, okay. at least you said part on the left. Part on the left. I ain't gonna disrespect you, you know, like that. You know what's so funny about it? Me and my homeboy were talking about this. Everybody talks about left hand dap being disrespectful, but nobody has ever tried to disrespect you by giving you left hand dap. Like, That's nobody can point to a moment in their life where it's like, and then this motherfucker walked up yeah. on me with the left yeah. hand. Fuck out of here. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna start, like, I'm gonna find the right person that I really don't fuck with. Yeah. And be like, yo, what's going on, man? <laughs> and just look him dead in the eye and see how long it takes before he recognizes. But see, this that's is why I said, that's why I said, Paul. Oh, no. I didn't hear that first. Yeah, I didn't Paul hear it. No. I was just like, hey, 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 hey. I probably did the same shit. It's an immediate yeah. thing, too. Listen, it's just man. like, nah, you want it. I mean, you want it. Nah, immediate, nah. bro. And that's, listen, man. Last week, we talked about the. The head nod. Yes. You know what I mean? Part it's kind of similar to the part on the left. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a situation where you see a brother out in public. Yes. You know what I mean? Mikhail was saying it's in situations where it's not a lot of us. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Mello was saying like, Man, I'll give, I don't know you, Duke. Is that, is the exact quote? No, that shit is hard. I, I, you know Put that on the shirt. I don't know you, Duke. We got to start bringing that back, yo. Word up. But... How do you feel about that? See, and see, this, this is the thing, right? As I'm hearing that, I think Mikhail nailed on the part that's important, right? Because, like, I grew up around white people. You ain't really grow up around white people, right? right? I know you did, like, your old kill step, but, like, right. you ain't really grow up around white no, people. No, not at all. When you don't grow up around white people and you have them circumstances where it's like, yo, it's another one. <laughs> you got to give the head nod because the person who doesn't give you the head nod, it's not even so much if you don't give it to me, but if I give it to you, and you don't give it back, you are telling me you don't want to be part of this, yeah, right? Yeah. You are telling me that good. me and you are not in the same crew. <laughs> and if we, if me and you are not in the same crew, what that tells me about you, it's not good. It's yeah, not yeah, good. Yeah. It's like that. Bro, it's, like, <laughs> stand up for the anthem type yeah, of nigga. Right, right. But people who grew up in places that's just like wall to wall black people, they don't yeah. have that same feeling. Yeah, you it's, like, it's exactly right there. I don't know you. I don't know you, motherfucker. What the you fuck don't you looking at me for? You don't want nobody to acknowledge you. Like. But I'm from the South, man. We just nice to each other. No, nah, but say it feels hello. good, though. It feels good when you get the acknowledgement. Like, you know, you know, I got hey, you. All right, cool. But yeah, I, see well, I, I was saying, if they don't, cool. Yeah, no. See, that's where, that's where it's not, right? Yeah, yeah. Once I do it, you got to do it back. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not initiating that. that well, that's the thing. I'm I, chilling there. On the, you just walk by. Cool. I ain't, yeah. there's nothing. Yeah, but if you, if I'm chilling there, you... Acknowledge, I'm going to acknowledge back. Yeah, but, but I'm not going on my way to acknowledge. But, you, but you've been famous since you was 15. Like, this might start a whole different conversation for you. I'm going to get the head nod. It's going to keep still moving. But I've got morals. You get what I'm As a man, I got morals. <laughs> you know, yo. So it's certain things that it's like, all right, cool. Like, I, you know, acknowledgement is respect. Yeah, yeah. 
But at the end of the day, if you don't, then I it's, I don't know you, so I don't expect anything from it you. It ain't nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing. I, heard so, you. <laughs> I, I judge. I have drawn lots of conclusions about who you are, where you come from, yeah. who you gonna vote for. That, all of that. All of that, bro. Yeah. Like, yo, fam. And if you don't, if you don't give me the head nod, and like, you could throw a little, you know what I mean, a little flavor on it, and be like, yo, all right, all right you know what I'm saying, or whatever. But. If you just walk straight, if, if it's a hallway, dog, <laughs> you just keep, come on. And we are like fucking Fordham that's University. See, that's you know what I mean? That's like, a deeper question. That's a deeper, that's a deeper <laughs> question. That's a multi-layered question. You know, right what I mean? like, you know it's, you got you got to talk about where we are too, yes. location, right? right. We're in or the swamp. Right. At work is the is the, the one that is I the know. big one. Again, yeah. that's what I know. Because if you're not on my team, you, 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 see, you team HR. Yeah. Right? Uh, bro. I agree. That's it. I agree that's the that. motherfucker. That's he don't give you the head nod. He's the one that's gonna be like, yo, he's smoking weed in his car on the lunch mm-hmm. break. Yeah, to I the agree. boss. I agree with that. I agree with Plus that. Plus, on top of that, I'm the talent. Like, if you don't say hello to me and I say hello to you, like, what, yeah. what do you think said, of me? As a man, take the celebrity and the talent out of him. He's just regular standing on the yeah, street. As a regular person. But as the talent, as like, the talent. I got a show in this motherfucker. You just, right. just going to look right past me? Right, right. No, on, acknowledge, no acknowledgement at all. Like, what are you time. saying about me? I bet you would do that to Stephen A. <laughs> and he wouldn't speak, he, he might not holler at you. Yo, Stephen A, that's the whole, yo, he might do a segment about that shit. You know, walk right past <laughs> like, I was in hair and makeup, <laughs> and they did not acknowledge my presence. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? Like, you know, <laughs> but Steve, but, but Steve, Stephen A, on the other hand, he's the hardest working man I've ever seen. Oh, on the other hand, he hits you with, I don't really have time right now for these pleasant for the, for the, for the pleasantries. I have to rate these Pokemon. I appreciate you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate you. Well, you know, Steve Harvey had that thing where they sent the email out about how nobody was allowed to come into his dressing room and all of this stuff. And it set the world on fire. But that world is so different. Because when I did a show, nobody was allowed to just walk up in my right, office. Right. And, and I'm me. Right. Right. I can't imagine how many people try to come in Steve Harvey getting them to sign stuff yo, or like, can you put this or whatever it is? Yo, it's just like, nah, y'all can't come in here. My, yo, yo, my, my uncle's nephews will make a wish kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can do, it's like, bro, that's a, you made that shit up. Right. Especially if you don't know him. You know what I mean? You, you, you just can't just walk up in the office. Yeah, you got to slow walk it, baby. Yo, what up? You got to, hey, knock, hey, can I? Ms. Anthony, can I come in and speak to you for a sec? You can't just bum rush the office. Yeah, nah. What's up, man? <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, what is it? Have you ever taken it to like a, not a crazy level like that, but it's like, you know, you the guy and it's like everybody wants like uh, to holler at you. Yo, yo, let me, yo, I got this business idea. I got yeah. this, I got that. How far do you take it? Do you take it to like, yo, get the fuck out of here, bro? Don't, like, don't talk to me. Or is it is it is it <laughs> nah, Tracy? Is that, it Tracy just, the one that's like, yo? That's just not my personality. Right, right. Like, right. in all honesty, like, and we was talking about the you know kind of the acknowledgement of somebody walking past you. Like, I come in the room, I speak to everybody. Like, that's that's like I speak to everybody because I, I like to break the ice as soon as I walk in because I already have that stigma on me walking into a room that. <laughs> Somebody already think, oh, he think he's all that. He's, you know, you already have that stigma walking into a oh, room, any room, though. It can be in the hood. It can be in the boardroom. You, that, that stigma is still there. How long it take you to figure that out, though? I always had that. I always mm-hmm. was that, like, respectful, you know what I mean, person. Like, I'm going to speak. Like, I don't care. I'm going to speak even if you don't like it. Like, you might not like me. I don't know that. You probably just said some shit about me before you came in. That was here and there now. Right. But so I'm going to speak. Right, so that makes you feel uncomfortable. Like, damn, what am I really? What? Damn, I really don't like this nigga. For why? Why don't I? Like this? <laughs> why? I think he just spoke to me. <laughs> yeah. Changed his whole life. That's all it takes. That's all it takes is, all all it takes is, is like, a basic so I, hello. I, I know that. I know that power that I have. 
So I walk in the room, I make sure I speak to every person in the room. Facts. Whoever it is. Because I know the 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 how uncomfortable how uncomfortable it is somebody walking in the room, a celebrity walking in the room, and it's, it's like, like it's an awkward moment that you have, but you don't know that person. So you're not gonna initiate it. The person's not gonna initiate it to the celebrity. So we have we, I mean, me, I can speak for my I don't know, I can't speak for everybody else. Everybody will do that. For me, I speak to everybody. I acknowledge everybody in the room. All right. So yo, listen, man, we we this was like a a couple episodes ago. We had you know, the new generation, bro, they on some shit. You know what I mean? Like, they on some shit out here. So, you know, we had a young, up-and-coming star who goes by the name of Kion Anthony. You know what I'm saying? He talking about his, his pops game. Yeah. Now he's over here talking about his pops fit. <laughs> and he's right in your fit in real time. Talking about, yo, the drip from the shoes to the pants and everything, bro. Just giving you the one through 10 treatment. I'm sick of him, dog. I'm, you, I'm sick of him. Just like a eight out of 10 fit. Eight, eight out of ten fit. Eight out of ten. What is this? What material is this? I'm sick of these fucking kids. I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them. Like an eight out of ten fit. He said, "What material they, they is this?" They have no respect. Uh, we, we, it goes back. It's no respect. Yo, these kids speak their mind, bro. You just gotta support them. Just support them. Yeah, that's I, it. I've right. been having the same thought about respect. Y'all got. You know, between the two of you, like eighteen kids, Romero, <laughs> 17, 17 to one, right? Like, like this, this is you know, this like this, this is how it goes. This is a football. He got the quarterback. I got the rest of the team. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, I don't, I don't have kids, right? Is the, the I ain't never stuck with nothing as long as I have stuck with contraception. I'm, I'm a beast with that shit, right? Like, it has not, it has not happened. It takes a contraception too. I'm forty three years old. I ain't even had a scare. You know, you, you, gotta, the, you in the kind of you gotta work hard, man. You gotta put in grind for that, right? <laughs> but, so I don't deal with my own kids, but I deal with other people's kids, and I notice that they have a tendency to want to call me unk, which mm. they offer as a Ooh. statement of affection uh, and like a testament to being older. To uh-huh. However, whatever happened to sir? I would like to be called sir every now and then. I feel like I have put in enough work on these streets and in these in this world. I hey. feel like I've done it. Ain't nobody called me. I remember the last time somebody called me, sir. He don't remember it. It was a high school age John Wall because he called everybody, sir. The boy was raised right, <laughs> yeah. right? They ain't called nobody, sir, no more. They feel that they feel they have the option of eva- making evaluations yeah. on grownups that yeah. I just don't. How, it, how it, we take it, the power it, back? So it, it starts from the, the street level of that, because now just from the street level, the youngins are taking the streets over. So older cats got to figure out Okay, do I get down or later? I ain't, yep. my pride and ego ain't let me late. You know, you get what I'm saying? So some of it, and it hurts some yeah. of the older cats that's in the streets because they don't want to adapt or not even adapt. They don't, they don't want to adapt and they don't want to support the youngest. If the OGs supported the youngest, the streets would be a lot different yeah. oh, than yo. it is. But, but, you know, it, it, it's a part of that where they got to fucking listen too. They don't, hey, these look, young motherfuckers don't listen. I tell you right now. So hold up, but to, to, to his point, it's like they taking over. So you onk, like they calling the young boys OGs now. Like the guys that's younger than them, they calling. What's up, OG? Like the lingo the is just backwards. It's twisted. You growing up from what you were saying, like you grew up in, in that environment where yep. you had to. Like you got discipline for not saying, yeah. yes, ma'am, right, yes, sir. sir. So you, I, Thank I you. understand your perspective, Please. but my point is, <laughs> It comes from oh, yeah. that street level and it grows, grows, grows. And now 
You onk. Like, we ain't, yeah. it's, it's OG or onk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it's, it's crazy because, yo, count your blessings. Like it's, count your blessings because, you know what I mean? It, of course, you know, it ain't sir. Right. At least it's unk. It ain't old head. Yeah. Yes, yes. Y'all see, old head is tough. Yes, old head is tough. <laughs> <laughs> I, do all. I, don't feel like we are, I don't feel like we are at old head. Like, that's old what head, I'm saying. That's another, so. like, I would like to achieve that, right? Yes. That's like the, the black thought line. Like, yeah. throw that's bad, I don't pay my dues. Learn the rules, little homie. You could be one too. Like, I, like I, I feel like that is, that, that is something to ascend to. You want to get there. The other part is we as there. a generation have worked harder to be cool as middle-aged people than any other generation, which then leads them to be the evaluators of Absolutely. whether or not we are cool uh, because young people are the ones who evaluate whether or not we cool. So like, if I do have kids, I'm gonna start dressing like a back in the day pops. I'm not gonna try to compete with them. They gonna look at my clothes and they gonna understand. They gonna understand. You gonna set the tone. That is yeah, set the tone. That man is not me. He is not, he is not my homeboy. I would never hang out with anybody that dressed like that, right? We're taking a brief break from today's episode to let you know that Prize Picks got you covered when it comes to helping you make some bread. That's right. You know what I'm saying? The big game is right around the corner. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game-changing moment into 100 times your money. You know what I mean? With as little as four correct picks, mm. you could turn $10 into $1,000. Cam told me that. If Pat <laughs> Mahomes throws more than one yard in the game, you win on Prize Picks. Prize picks also, hold up, also allows you to pick combo projections across football and basketball with specials. What? So you can support all your teams, all, all, your, all your teams, man. Oh, okay. While still cashing in. So you get bread while supporting all your oh, teams. Oh, let's go. We get, we lit. More or less, Ant Edwards, 30 points tonight on the road against the Bucks. Oh, on the road against the Bucks is tough. But if you that guy, you're going to get it. So I'm going with. Ant. I'm going with Ant 30. 30 plus. Ant, you better get 30 plus for my guy. You know what I'm saying? Because he's, he's mixing it up with the specials. <laughs> All right. More or less. Webby, who in real life is 7 foot 12 and did a shame guy the other night. Webby getting more than two blocks against the Orlando Magic. I'm betting the house on that. All day. All day. All day. I'm betting, I'm betting that he gets two blocks with his offhand. <laughs> two blocks is... He gonna get three blocks tonight. Easy work. Uh, oh, he gonna get three blocks. He's gonna make it happen. He gonna get one a quarter. There you go. So you see how easy that was? You know what I mean? Make sure you visit prizebusiness.com slash 7 p.m. and use promo code 7 p.m. for a deposit match up to $100. Now back to the show. You. Speaking of, you know what I'm saying, transitioning, you know what I mean, from, from college life to whatever. By the way, you done got good at this. Like, I've known you for a long time. <laughs> yeah, baby, I watched you know what I, 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 I heard you tease that transition earlier, and I was like, come my on, boy man. got come good on, at this. Listen, you got to own the transition game. Come <laughs> yeah. on. That's it, baby. You know no, what I mean? no, the outlet pass. Like, you, know, you said it earlier, like, look, bad. I'm going to get this ball out. Yeah. I'm going to get out of here. All right, we go. Rebound and push. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what we're doing, baby. You know what I mean? We got the four spots. I know Melo there, but I'm hit him with the. Wow, I know. Uh, yeah. But um, yo, it's, you know what I mean. I'm talking about looking over your shoulder too, man. Midway of the season, halfway through the season, we, we there, and some teams is there, some teams is not. Some guys is there, some guys is not. There's a lot of shit going on. Who do you got right now for you know the awards? Yeah. Who do you got? For, first of all, let's talk about MVP. Who do you got for MVP? All right. <laughs> it has gotten easier since Joel has gotten hurt. Okay. That was the complication. Okay, right, right, okay. Right. But now that he's gotten hurt, we can calm down. 
we can take a deep breath and we can give the MVP to the dude that we should give the MVP to every year unless something crazy happens. And that's Jokic, man. Man, listen. <laughs> bro, I'm keeping the butt. Oh no, it's crazy no. because it's crazy because it's kind of like the Bron thing. Yeah. We're, or, or, like, it, it's like, yo, you could have gave this man MVP 10 years in a row, bro. Yes. And had a, and had a weight and had a, a leg to stand on. But right now, it just doesn't make sense that he's better than everybody else. Nick's cooked his ass, by the way, the other night. They you know what I'm did. saying? I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> they just, did. just so you know. They did. They did. Nick's they did. stand up. No, they but, did. <laughs> but, I was like, but I was like looking up the numbers and stuff on the way over here because I was thinking about this, which way to go. And I was just like, it's really, it's to me, it's him and Shay. And I forget who I had as my third because there's so much going on in the league. Yeah. But like, those are the guys that are performing at like yep. this top of the league. Like, yo, what was going on? Because to me, it's still Denver and everybody else. Right, I don't need to right, go look right. at the standings. I don't need to watch but so many of their games. Like once they finally get everything going, as long as, I mean, Michael Porter be out there playing with drop foot, right? Like it's amazing that he can show up and play basketball Bro. consistently. As long as he stays healthy, ain't nobody beating them, I don't think. And that's the thing too. Like even if they don't stay healthy, unless it's like, you know, Jamal or, or Jokic should go down. They like you saying it's like plug and play, bro. Like, they always plug and play. Yeah, like Bruce Brown left, they plugged my homie right in. Boop, we he's still balling. Like so, it's man, a system. It, it, it's a system. It's system. Yeah, yeah, plug and play in that system. If you're a certain player, you plug and play into that system because you ain't going there to be to do what Jokic's doing or what Murray doing. You ain't even going there to do what what man. Michael Porter doing. Mm-mm. You going there to play a specific role, man. And hey, it's gonna humble you too. Like, look, man, if you can't get buckets you. playing with Jokic, that's all you, man. Don't that's even come crazy. Here. Don't <laughs> even come. Here. Like, don't don't even come. Here. I like I, I I like Jokic to get it. I just question the criteria. That's all I question. Right. Like Joel, yes, he should he should still get the shit. Like I don't. It's, it's just Yo, he, honestly, should, bro, I, he should still get the shit. Yeah, nah. I but I know the, the politics that come with that. Yeah. It was is is written is it's inked in. Yeah, right? he ain't playing so, enough. Right. This, yeah, so yeah, so people. So, now we go to who's next. Shea, Jokic. What is the criteria? Should Jokic get it? Because yes, he, he, they are the best team. They are, you know what I mean? You gotta go through them. You gotta beat them to, right. to, to be darned that, crowned that, right? So if we going off of that, then Jokic should be MVP. But if we going off of the the, the, the closing of the window of win percentage from year to year and like the like who's the most valuable player right. on the team? Who's most valuable to their team? And it's a regular season. And war. it's hard because Jokic is, is very valuable to the Denver Nuggets. But what Shea is doing is special, yeah. right? It's nobody thought OKC would be in this position for at least for the next five years because well, what he does out there, he grooms you. He develops you, right? He developed guys. He didn't develop Shea, but he developed guys like Shea. Right. Right? He gets you in the system, and he develops you, and he see where you at, and we make that progression, right? Which is why OKC, back in the day with KD and those guys, were getting better and better and better every year because they develop at a high rate. Maybe yeah. the best in the NBA when right, it comes right. to that. So My- we come to criteria. I don't know what the criteria is. I would give it to Shea. Because of just of that, what I said, him being bringing OKC back, putting them in, not even playoff. Like people are talking about them they in championship contender, they could win the West. So that right there is a lot of work that you have to do, put yeah. in night in and night out. We know Jokic is doing that. Yeah, 
But for somebody else to be showing that they doing it night in and night out and putting this team on their back, right? putting this city on his back, like OKC energy have, hasn't been like that in a long time. Right. Like I thought they'd be top four in the West this year. Right. I did not think they would be legitimate contenders yeah. for the top of the West. Now, part of that is uh, my, my brother in skinny, Chet, showed up ready to ball. <laughs> you know my brother right? skinny. No. I sent Sam Presti a text once. I was like, man, you took Durant, yeah. you took Chet, you holding it down for Bro. us, baby. We need you. Yo. But he is a dog. Yeah. Like, Sam. I, it is really it is refreshing when you see these young boys who really, really care a lot about beating people. Yeah. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan does not enjoy winning things. Like if you set Michael Jordan around playing against the computer in a video game, he doesn't enjoy, he likes beating people. He likes destroying you. Yes, he enjoys destroying people. Chet is that dude. Like the fact that Chet and Vic already don't really fuck with each other is the best thing to ever happen to the NBA. I like See that? it. I, like I love it. it. And we were talking about that. But that's another matchup that's that's like yeah. I'm excited to see. Right? Because they're they're very like very similar in the way of like growth and trajectory. Like yeah. up. So you can you can see that happening over it, the next. You want to yeah. see that. You we, want to we, see Shea and Ant. You want to you want to see that. You, we you want to see one of that shit right, right. now. Love yeah. it. Andy Ever's my favorite player on earth. Oh yeah. my god, Just bro! Top to bottom. Oh my god, I love him because he's 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 him all day, in the post game, in the pregame, in the interview, yeah. in the whatever. It's you game. Ant. I love him because I he, I'm not a coach you off. But I love him because he got a different mentality. Like. He got an old, not an old, I don't want to say old school mentality, but he got a like a a kill to be killed. We not mentality. friends, bro. We not friends. And I think the way he grew up, right? And we everybody grew up similar, you know what I mean? Whatever. But the way he grew up, I think it was older people around him who really like, we were talking about our uncles and older brothers and sitting us down and saying, yo, you we gonna watch this game, right? That's how we learned the game. I think somebody did something similar with him and showed him like, look, this is, these are the greats. Ant is like, he got a different mindset, bro. It's like, he wants yeah. to, he's a, he's a killer. Like, and he's a vocal killer. Yep. Like he's letting you know, I want to kill you. You know, Shay is more of a silent killer. Like yeah. he is a silent assassin. Wait, Shay is from Toronto. Anthony Edwards is from Oklahoma City in Atlanta. We spoke about that. It's different in like, yeah. When I, I remember when he got drafted and I looked up, I went to college in Atlanta. My parents lived there like I was born there. I didn't grow up there, but like I'm very Atlanta familiar. And I remember when I looked up at the draft because that was the draft in everybody's house. And I looked in that house. I was like, oh, this looks very familiar. And then I looked up on the wiki. I was like, oh, he went to Theral? Like this, yeah. he, is, he is not from like up the street from the Migos Atlanta. This nah. is not any kind of outskirts yeah. Atlanta. This nah. is this is the Atlanta around the corner from where I went to college yeah. where they told you not song. to go. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> where they told you not to go. And so yeah. John Krowenski at The Athletic wrote a real good story. We went down there and did that research. But this is, he is from, to me at least, something very, very particular. And the Atlanta dudes, it don't really matter how hood they are. There's still a worldliness and like an understanding of how things go on. Cause it's Atlanta, it's that culturally, kind of city. Yeah, culturally. And he's, yeah. he's that guy. Right? You go to cities like that, man. Like I always say like Atlanta, like New York, like Detroit, yes. Baltimore. Like you get a certain type of individual from those cities, <laughs> yeah. you know That's what I'm saying? That's a fact. And they carry themselves a certain way, no matter what, they, they could be the CEO of Disney or like a, a, a basketball player. The dude on the fries, the they're going to move the same the way. Mayor, the mm-hmm. governor. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the you from those towns. You, you, you have that. You, you have that, that's the, that baseline to yeah. go off of. But speaking of Ant and Shay and all those dudes, you know what I mean? Like, rookie of the year. Mm. Who's like the... I, is I, there a clear cut? Yo, this is the guy. 
he's got it, or is it like more? I watched a seven foot five dude get Rudy Gobert with a sham god the Yo, other day, and I feel, like that's, I feel like that's the end of the Bro, discussion. That's it. That's it. Like that is Joe. as good as Chet is, and I feel bad for that Vic. Was crazy. That if, was crazy. Well, imagine if the imagine if the motherfuckers were passing the ball. Duh. It's a team full of Ricky Davises down there. They I, all. But you know, but he also a rookie though. But he's also he's, he got he got to really like work his way. Like, you, know, but, but, you got niggas on their team that's making niggas just sign for four hundred million. <laughs> that's the one dude. My Tristan Vassell dude is the one that has got a right. Like, but I, the rest of them, how dare you? Who are you to have the audacity to decide that we not go pass the ball to the alien? But that's ball. probably pop though. I do too. I think that's pop. That's pop. Yeah, switch the ball. Like, yo, listen. Pop is on some We're not going to play through you. Like, we're not <laughs> yeah. going to play. You know what I'm saying? We're going to play around you because I know your skill set. I know you don't need the ball to be effective. Yes. See? Yes. So, pop, you know, pop put you in those positions. Low key. It's good for Today's him. Today's game? Yeah. Get out the cut. But this is the, the problem with y'all that's good at basketball. Me, if I got on the, if I got on the floor. I'd have no, there'd be no, no question as to why no, I was here. So, so I agree with you. I'm not saying that I agree with what's happening. Yeah, but you, I, I, I comprehend what's but happening. But you get it, yeah. I, yeah. I want to see him go to work. Yeah. Go go down there, get it. Wherever you want to go, here. But I'm throwing it to you. But I do feel bad for a lot of them dudes in the sense that, like, they've been sorry for a long time, right? And a great philosopher once said, and he was correct, San Antonio. <laughs> It's just like Compton. You've been hanging out out of San Antonio for four years. It's miserable. This ain't really no place you want to live. Y'all sorry. Pop out here hollering at y'all. And now y'all finally get some shine and you telling me I'm supposed to give the ball to this dude from France? These guys are like, no, it's my time. Bro, he he on a 10-day. I got to give him the ball. And we, I just signed for two something. I just Right, like, like, come on, no, 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 Wimby, you got to take your time. Look how to work. We gotta no matter it. what, no matter what, like you're, you, we all got to go through it in sports. Oh yeah, as nah. an athlete, you have no matter how good you are. Yeah, yeah, is you have to go through it. I don't know who his agent is, but if it was Rich Paul next uh, year, that team would be clutched out. Be, <laughs> that nigga would have a statue for the stadium right now. So okay, so we not to jump the gun. There be San Antonio. We talking about trades. We talking about yeah, right. So you talk about. Jante Murray, yeah, right, who's heavy in the trade talks right now. Like, do he go back to San Antonio? Ooh, because look, because you got certain pieces in San Antonio. Think about it. You got Vassal, who's a good wing. He's a good three and D uh-huh. guy, but he also can get to it. He can get a bucket, right? You got uh, what's the kid from Kentucky? Uh, Kelton. You got Kelton, yeah. right? Who's coming into his own, like he's coming into his own and he's yeah. a major piece into what San Antonio was trying to build, right? You got Zach Collins over there who's a, you know, he can, he got a role over there, right? He play opposite of Wimby and he, yeah. you know, can do things out there. And you know Pop do that. Like, yo, this is right. what you do next so to him. So does it make da-da-da. sense for DJ to go back to San Antonio? He's still young. Right? Yeah. So he's still young and they got a young group over there in San Antonio. That's one side of it. For me, it's like, I know what DJ is thinking though. <laughs> DJ want to be in a situation where he got a chance to compete. To compete what, and you always reach that moment in your career like, right. where it's like, all right, fuck everything else. Like it's time for me to figure out. I tried this Trey Young shit. This ain't, 
I love Trey. Uh-uh-uh. We going to do what we going to We did what we did. Now I got to start thinking about what's next for me. Right. What's, what, what winning really looks like. So is it like, a, is it like, is it a, a two type of dudes kind of situation where it's just like, yo, I'm just looking for this bag, bro. Well, I'll go play. I'll go you play. You have that phase yeah. early. Yeah, that's about as is it an age thing. Yeah, it's an age thing. It's an age thing. It's a, it's a, it's like you got to go, it's levels, right? You got to meet quotas almost in the city. Right, right. You come in, you excited, you happy, you get your rookie contract. Most likely that team going to sign your extension. So you know you're going to be there for Little a bit. certain amount of years, yeah. right? Those are the fun years, though. Your first year is cool. Your second year, you get better. Your third year, we should know what type of player you're going to be for the rest of your career. Now you build off of that. After that, it's on you, right? So now that's that, that extension goes of the contract. Now it's time for you to be a free agent. Now it's thinking, you start looking at it different. Oh, are we in the channel? Are we in a situation to try to win? Are we... What's the plan? You asking these questions now. Right. What's, the, what's our plan? Front office, talk to me. So as a guy like that, who, yes, he wanted out of San Antonio. He wanted to see what it was like to play with another star. And now it's like, oh, I got to figure out how to incorporate what I do into a whole nother, like a winning situation. And I think that's where he's at. Ah, at this moment. He's at and the crossroad, crossroad. Right, so I'm not mad at him going back to San Antonio only because he's still young. Right, he's still young. He can still make an impact. He can still be that guy, right. that, the man in San Antonio. Because man, Wimby, Wimby did? Wim, yeah, because I'm going to tell you why. Wimby, he has that in him. Like, I want I to beat, yeah, beat this, but he's also a certain type of player mentally, like his mentality. He comes from playing the right way. He comes from France where they play the right run plays. Mm -hmm. they, that's why Pop put that play in order from three, four years ago. <laughs> right? So if you get somebody like DJ who comes back to that and know how know that system already, and Wimby don't have to, he's not going to be mad that DJ, the ball is in DJ hands. Right, right. He's right? like, yeah, because he understands around. that. So I'm not mad at him going back to San Antonio, but I also know what he's thinking as far as, I, it's, it's time for me to make that decision. My next you, decision is gonna be my, my best decision. I'm gonna tell you this though, as I hear that, I done figured out how to get them dudes in San Antonio to pass the ball. Like y'all don't wanna be down here and pass the ball to Vic, that's one thing. You take your ass to Atlanta and Trey that's ain't never gonna look at you not one time except to see if you set the screen, see how much you like that shit. Yo, no man, you wanna play? I mean, I'm, I'm, big, I'm big on this and it's not. No, that's a fact. Trey is a dude that like that year they, they rolled in the playoffs. You see why he's good to have because he ain't scared of the shot. And yeah. the playoffs come down to a lot of, a do you really want to take this it's shot? A it's right? a bucket. And yeah. he can go get it. And the, the, I don't know if that's a oop or a shot thing. Right. He's got that under control. All of that cool. But you watch these dudes play with Trey Young, man. Ain't nobody, don't nobody show up to work every day for that. Yeah. Don't nobody want to do that, right? Yeah. Whether that be the coaches or all the other dudes, they not going to win nothing yeah. with him. It's yeah. not going to happen. So these cats that don't want to pass Victor Ball, all right, cool, you go to Atlanta, you going to have a ball, yeah. but you going to hate going to work. <laughs> you going to average 40. Yeah, you going to average 40 screens. But to that, like Trey is, Trey is, look, to me is like Harden. Like when Harden said, I don't fit into a system. I am a system. I, I am the system. Right. Like, Trey is the system. Yeah. Like, is it, okay, if you know, if I know my guy is the system, 
I'm not going to try to force squares into a circle. Like, I'm just not going to do that. Yes, we had an opportunity to get DJ. DJ, look, we love you. It's no hard feelings. Like, let's figure out a way where we can get you somewhere. Right. That's how you work with That's how you mm -hmm. really work with somebody. Let's figure out a way where, you can, where we can get you so, to a place where you can be successful and we can be get something out of it too. Let's work together. Right. Right. So if that's because DJ wanted to see how it felt to play with another star, another superstar. Mm. Right. So now that you got that feeling and you realize, oh, I'm one of them, too. Now, that's why you start hearing the trade talks of. Because it's whispers. Yo, my man ain't happy. My man ain't, you know, he's not feeling he loved it. Trey. It ain't nothing to he's do not with Trey. It. it has nothing to do with Trey. Right. It's just, I know Trey is the white hat over here. You can't have two white hats. That's it. Mm -mm. He's, the, he's the guy. That's right. it. But speaking of like, you know, whisperings, there's been a lot of whisperings for a long ass time about DeMar. And like, yo, is he going to, he, he's out of, he's leaving Chicago, apparently. Like, you know what I mean? That's like oh, the overwhelming news. Like, it's not a done deal. But they got it's nothing like, to play for now right. that you know what got I mean? hurt. They like, you know how it is, like when the team is just like, yo, we gotta get in picks, start rebuilding, yeah. get the and, OGs. And they, and they don't communicate that to they you. They don't communicate <laughs> that shit to you at all. And you're like, yo, motherfucker, you got my face in the front of the arena. I got you. And I now, got I'm, you. now I'm on the Pelicans. I know, I got you. I, you know what I can relate. Like, I can relate. That's crazy. So like, it's so but, wild. <laughs> <laughs> that one dude, and it's happened at my old job too. Everybody else knows what's going yeah, on, man. but shoot, yeah, yeah, literally yeah, every man. person knows yeah, what's going man. on. It's open secret. Yeah, that's crazy. It's open secret, but somehow they all keep it from you. It's a hard environment to be in. Oh, Chicago? No, that type of environment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where everybody knows shit and <laughs> you walk around, you still cool. You're like, hey, what's up? Oh, our conversation ain't the same. Like, oh, every time I come in the room, it's quiet. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you don't acknowledge me no more. You don't <laughs> give me talking. Da, 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 da. Oh, shit. Yeah. You went from giving me the dat to the, to the nod. To the nod. They go from the dap to just the dap to just a quick. Nah. And then it's just. The right. there's, there's, the, there's the down nod. Then there's the, the yeah, up yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. if I you see want, down. You don't want the down yeah. nine. You don't want the down nine. <laughs> right. But DeMar, I, I, think, I, I think DeMar, man, he did, he did like, he deserves, like he really deserves to be in a situation. Does he fit in Philly? Because that's what they're talking about. They're talking about him possibly going to Philly. You know what I'm saying? Like Honestly, yes. I'm going to tell you why. This is my opinion. When Jimmy went to Philly, they was missing that. Right, they was missing that that the that guy, that, go get that two that wing that can that can get to it, right? Jimmy was just too like his his the way he operates in his <laughs> game. They call, yeah. they call it mercurial. He don't he don't, <laughs> he don't handle he don't handle lack of effort well. <laughs> he can't stand it, oh, right? Man. And I, that's just in the lightest terms of shit. But yeah, he don't yeah, fuck yeah. with it, like, and he don't. It don't matter who you are. You can be the superstar, you can, whoever you don't coach, whatever, and he's gonna let you know that. So if you're not receptive to that, you're going to take that a certain type of way. But no, he's bringing it every single night. So I say that about DeMar. They're two different type of players, right? DeMar is not as defensive-minded as right. Jimmy is. Right, like right, Jimmy, right, right. Because Jimmy grew up on playing defense. Like that's, he, that's how he got his game. Tibbs ain't playing him unless you ain't going in there. Put you, his first court. game was against me. Right. You ain't, you know, we're going to give you a shot. Like, we're going to see what's going on against me. That's the Jimmy train that started with Tibbs. So with DeMar, he's bringing a different dimension to Philly. Right. You got everything over there in Philly already. DeMar, you ain't got to do shit. Right. 
If you don't want to defend, fuck it. We got defenders. Like, we got that. We just need you to come in, get to your spots, do what you do, and we're going to support that. I think that's the best fit for right. DeMar because of I know DeMar, his mentality of what he He wants to win. It's Jimmy-esque. He yeah. just couldn't do it in Toronto because of he kept running into ah-ah-ah. And Toronto kind of couldn't do it because of DeMar DeRozan. But, 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 but it, it goes hand to <laughs> yeah, hand. So it's like, it's too it goes, so are you going to, are you going to, like Toronto issue was, yes, we go. Did we put the right pieces around DeRozan? No, we put pieces around him. But did we orchestrate this to where he can really be do what he does, right? Yeah. And he, so now and he, he got to think about it. Like, and he hadn't stepped his game and out. Had, that it, extra it wasn't foot that. And a half. It wasn't that time yet. That foot, he needed to step the back curve. that foot in the half. The it curve. wasn't that time yet for him <laughs> to step it out yet. Yeah. Right. So now right. you're going through that process, and now you're in the point where I'm in San Antonio. Uh, uh, whatever happens, I'm going to Chicago, and I got fresh. I got fresh air now. Right. You in Chicago, you and Zach Levine is supposed to be the, one of the most dynamic duos yeah. in the NBA. Like two of the best two guards, you know, wings out there. Yeah. Now, and Lonzo. So Lonzo, you know, Lonzo injury hindered that shit. Like that, general, was a, that was a one, two, three that the NBA yeah. We wanted to see as a fan. Real Hoopers yeah. wanted to see that. That don't work out. Now you're in a situation with DeMar. You got to make a decision. What's important to you? It ain't the money. Fuck, you gonna get, it ain't the money. I hate, we ain't talking about money. We talking about what's important to you. How do you want to finish this? Because this next move is gonna, should put you in the horizon. Right. Right, so what are you going to do? Where you want to go at? To me, it's Philly or New York. And let me ask you this, because I think Philly needs them for as good as Tyrese Maxey is, still 6'2". Yeah, and I just don't. I don't feel comfortable unless we talk about Steph Curry, the guy I need to go get shots. Yeah, like I know Becky Hammond said something similar about Jalen Brunson, and people got all mad. But no, right. no, 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 no. This is what it is. Like yeah. unless we talk about Allen Iverson, yeah. Isaiah Thomas, you got to have bounce yeah. and skill. Yeah, like Jalen Brunson got skill right. out. But those guys were hybrids. Yeah, those those was, wing, yeah, there was those, those was hybrids. So unless yeah. you are a hybrid, then Max, you have to. If we get a guy like Demar. I need you to do what you try to do what you do, but in this position because right. you know where we going through Joel first. Right. When half court offense, you know where we going at. We going to Demar and to get to his spots. He's the best to do it in this game today. He's the best to do it against. He's so spot. cold. Like he's like, one of the dudes that Hoopers love so much. Underrated. Yeah, he's very underrated. Yeah, Hoopers love so much because of what he can do, and because of the three point thing. Yeah. The nerd stuff didn't always check out. Right. 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 But you just look at it. You just like. I can't imagine if the yeah. three-point line was 18 inches closer, yeah. man. I can't imagine he's trying a, to guard He's a guy, if I was doing a camp about spots, right. I'm bringing him in to teach the camp. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he knows how he, he's, he's mastered his spot. But by going through what he went through in Toronto and having to adjust his game in San Antonio to something, whatever that system was out there, now you get to Chicago where they open it up for you and we running this shit around Do you. Do bro? You get to your spot. Right. So I just, I, I really want to see him happy. Like, I want right. to see the nigga like, at least go give your, your shot, yourself a chance. Yeah. And you know how much it had to hurt that they traded him 
And they won. And then they won. And like, they, people don't it's think hard about not to look at it like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, yo, they traded you for Kawhi, bro. They that did. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know why it doesn't matter? Because I built that. Right. I created that. The whole I created, time. I put us in this position for to Kawhi to <laughs> want to say, I want to go to Toronto. I was there thugging it out with y'all the whole Thug time. Like, I got booed up for doing my same yeah. shit. <laughs> I'm over here but I Putin. kept running against that man. That man. <laughs> Every year, I kept running against that man. It has nothing to do with you. Like, yeah. It was just you kept running against that man. And you, at the time, you wasn't ready to play chess with that man. Right, right. You ain't know how to play chess with that yeah, man. Yeah, so was too advanced. You couldn't figure it out. You yeah, yeah. It's a video game boss for yeah. eight years. It's like at least Jordan took them breaks that like they yeah. knew it. Okay, yeah, give yeah. a little sniff of water. Yo, All right, can't, can't check out those sticks. Everybody got LeBron ran through the East and every yeah. year. Yeah. And it's not. And by the way, other than like Indiana, it wasn't like they was pushing it to seven. Yeah. Nah, they was like nah. Toronto. They was just dogging them. Yeah, man. bro. And that was that one year. Roy Hibbert decided to be Shaq for like fucking. For 72 hey, hours. But you that remember. That was our year. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Bro, that's that why I listen, bro. I don't got nothing personal against Ray Hibbert. Dude. But dog, I, that was my birthday, fam. <laughs> you understand me? No, he turned into something different. I'm <laughs> drunk and smacked, and I got to see this? I was like, nah, And you, and you know bro. when Roy Hibbert did himself in? It was after game, they game six. He had a great game against Miami. Yes, he did. And then it was a press conference. Yes, he did. You remember what happened yes, at that press conference? He, 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 went, he, went, he went camera on yes, and hit him with a pause <laughs> and it turned into a thing. Yep. I was at that game. It was in Miami. And I talked to a reporter. And I was like, so what do you think is going to happen tonight? And he was like, oh, they got no chance. Really? He's like, Roy's going to be useless. <laughs> and he was useless. He was so in you his saw own it, head. Though, though. You saw it, though. You saw it. So yeah, you saw right it. there. It, it all happened it. at that podium. It uh, all happened at the podium. I was sitting there like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Yo. You just turned into Akeem, Pat, all in we one and out series and fucking... Now you want to go tuck it. Now you turn into like, fucking Dookie Gobert over here for fucking the whole talking series. talking about part of the left. It's like, crazy, bro. <laughs> but speaking of motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Spots and always having a spot, dog. Yo, Doc Rivers has never taken an L in his life, I don't think, bro. My man, he'll take an L and it's a dub somehow, bro. He, he learned from the best. Yo, look, look, he, he finessed his way into the Bucks organization. <laughs> like, that's still so funny to That's me. crazy. When they called Doc to be a consultant, Bro. I don't even think I don't even think come Doc on. did nothing dirty. Right? That's like, that's like, like come on, man. It's not on. like he was retired. Like if you call a retired coach to be a consultant, that's yeah. one thing. Doc just wasn't coaching. Yeah. He was not retired. Right. He was like, so what do you think we should do? First of all. If I was the coach, I was coaching. I'm not saying that I should be coaching, but if I was, I mean, and, and when he, I tell you, when he on the phone with Adrian Griffin, he giving him bad advice, yeah. and then coming back and being, look, I told him to do this, but he just want to do he his just, own. Thing. Hey man, he's just doing something. That must be good at talking to white people. Yeah, and I, don't mean that is, I don't mean that is no sort of insult. We all team. know that person that's team. so good at talking yeah, to white people. Bro. It's your team, though. Fair you know, like, how does Isaiah keep winding up in all these places or whatever? Zeke know how to talk to white people. Also, it's, it's, it's also who's around you. Yeah. Like, it's the team, yeah, that, team. that knows yeah. how to plug and play. Yeah. And okay, we know where you stand at. We know your, we know what we're dealing with here. So we gonna, uh, uh, we gonna put you. We strategic. So listen. So I, Doc, that's a tough one. Doc is a tough one, but it's it's 
now it's it, to quote uh, Stephen A. It's it's egregious <laughs> because the motherfucker's coaching the he's coaching the All Star team. I know, dog. I know, but this, that's like Ty Lue got to do at that time. Yeah, with, he was uh, on TV last week, but that's not his fault. He, he was on TV that's last not, week. That's like, not, that's oh, not the strategy in it. Like when you do the science behind it, yeah, it's entertainment. Nah, it's just deeper levels of what we actually dis- discussing right here. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Come on, it's, it's, you know how you know how it goes behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second they asked him to be a consultant, he got Ozillo. Right? Yo, listen, <laughs> this is done. Yo, listen, he the hottest. He the hottest coach out there. Yo, that's but, not coaching. So, so okay. Hold on, hold on. He's the hottest coach that's not coaching. That's right, because you need a coach right now. You need a coach right now. So, right. you know what? I ain't, listen, we ain't going to put you, Doc, <laughs> away from the game. We ain't letting you go, Dan Tony, where we gonna, you just going to disappear. Right. No, we going to keep you around the game. You know what? We going to give you, we going to get you the ESPN deal, keep you. And now you got to. In orbit. You, right. But it's, it's the level that they put you at at ESPN. Like, you are calling <laughs> games as you are. Hubie Brown, like yeah, you, you, you yeah. up there now. You right? know, so it's take for two right? minutes. So now as the league is looking for coaches mm-hmm. and it's like, who are they going to go to? Right? I just we say going to, Mark we, Jackson don't know what you're talking about right now. I didn't know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> Mark Jackson like what you right? mean. But Mark Jackson is, will agree with me, but yes. he's right. not going to, he going to disagree with the fact that it happened. Correct. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, but he's going to agree with the science behind it because that's the way that it should be. Right. Right. So Doc gets that. He stays in the atmosphere of NBA and stay at the top of the minds of the powers that be in the NBA. He's talking a game towards the GMs and, 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 and an exec. So if I'm looking for a coach, ah, he's calling a game. He knows it. Steve Kerr. Yeah. So I feel like- Steve I, Kerr calling the games at the highest level. Right. Yo, it is so funny you mentioned that because I never thought Steve Kerr was good as a broadcaster, yeah. but I had never considered that I was not his audience. Yeah. Oh yeah. His nah. audience was the, the dude That's that gave him a job. So yeah. Doc is like, you know, now you in the you in you you in the circle. So you just chilling. I'ma call these games. But I'm a I'm a I'm a call the games like I'm coaching though. Right. So I like, feel like you I'll just be answer, coaching this game. Right. So if you're watching, right, you like, oh shit, he's oh, he singing. knows what he's fucking right, talking about. Right, because now you got time to it ain't right. no pressure on you to fucking study a game and you gotta Scout 82 games and come up with 80, right. 41 game plans. No. You're ready for two a week. You're ready for two a week. <laughs> so you diving, you diving all the way in. So your, your verbiage is crazy. Right. Like your, your strategy, your X's and O's, the way you articulating that on the screen, people are looking like, oh shit, doc. Now, I don't, the only part that pisses me off is how it went down. Right. You don't do that. That was like back channel shit. I don't know if he did that. I'm saying, Organizations don't do that. We got to hold them accountable. Yeah. You don't make a move like that, right? Right. And bring in another black man. This is where I'm going at with it. You don't get rid of a black man to bring in another black man and have those two black mans got to communicate with each other. No, you can't do that. I never, if I was Adrian Griffin, I would have never took not one of Doc's phone calls. Doc no, say he want right? to talk to you. Tell Doc I'm busy. Yeah. It's, it's like the we, to my we men now. Like, and again, we men, but we black men, right? We got to really have a really serious conversation about you even looking at this job. Like, right, you know right, how right. they treat me. You know how they, how, what we got to go through on this, in this industry, right? Come on, Doc. Yeah, have this right. conversation with me as men, black men. Yeah. Where we sit down and be like, you know what, Doc? 
I know the business. I know, okay, cool. I don't like it. Cool. You coming in, you doing what you do. I'm gonna support you though. I'm gonna support you, Doc. Fuck everything else. Right. Now, if we had that conversation prior, this whole transition would be a lot smoother and easier. And now Doc don't got to backpedal and, uh, uh, and, 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 and give up the, the all-star. Like, no, there's ways you do that. Doc, you take it to bring Adrian with you. If that's the case, bring Adrian. Let You, you the head coach of the all-star game. Cool. Right. Let Adrian take the job. The NBA ain't going to say no, bro. Right. So he deserve it. As a player, as a journalist, why, do, why is it like, because you never see, like, for example, you've been doing this job over here at this other company for 15 years. You've had some success, but not like, yo, this dude is like breaking records, ah, ah, ah. But you still get a shot, yeah. and another shot, and another really? shot, and another <laughs> shot, and another shot, and another shot. Oh, Doc like, Doc like the rest of us is what you're saying. You know what Doc I mean? like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like the, difference, the only difference between Doc Job and everybody else's job is that Doc Job on TV. But that, what you describe is, yeah, well, I used to be the vice president, the, the uh, assistant vice president of finance over here. Now I'm the assistant vice president of finance, finance over there. But a mere two years ago, I was working at this place. That's this how it goes industry. for everybody That's else. every industry. Except this one is more cutthroat, right? The right. competition level is different. The thing I think Doc gets, and I'm curious your take on this, it's been a long time since he had a bad team. Like your team is not going yes. to be bad. His teams get into the place of not being good enough, not getting over the top. <laughs> but part of why that winds up happening and why I'm surprised they brought him into this situation, them dudes get tired of him. Like when, like in this new run of players doing podcasts, when Doc first got that job, it was funny to watch all these cats that are now in their early 40s and see their eyes roll, the ones who played for him uh, and how they felt about the idea of him getting a job. And that's why it's so crazy to me that he keeps getting another one because we both know this, man. Players decide when coaches are done. And I don't mean that from a coach killer standpoint. Yeah. Once the players are done with you, you are done. There's no turning this around. There's no bringing it back. Once the players have had enough, you're going to be out of there. And that's what seemed to happen to Griffin. The players, for whatever reason, did not believe. Because NBA, that's a tough room, Jack. Yeah, them boys have yeah. a You got to win them over. People Yo. don't understand that. People don't understand that point. I was about to say, dog. Like, I was because y'all know basketball is so is simple enough to where hey. it's not like football where some cat might be hitting you with some rocket yeah, science. Right. Basketball's not like that. Bro, These cats know the game, I and remember. they know when you ain't got it. <laughs> Yo, it's I hard, re- man. It's it's like Doc, like as a player, like you knew Doc was gonna be prepared for you. Yeah, but I've I've never heard, and me and Doc have a good relationship, but I've never heard anybody say anything good about Doc, a player. That's what I'm saying. Right. I, but when you think about it. Let's go back. Doc been coaching for 20-something years. Like, look at all his players. Now, I'm not saying that nobody, none of, but I'm just saying the, the majority. The, the narrative coming right, right. out of those experiences with Doc, nobody has nothing to say good about it. Right? Because it's, I don't know what the issue is. So I, can, I wasn't, I'm not in those locker rooms. Right. But I just know the narrative around that is no one has anything to say about anything good to say about Doc. And to his point, for years, even when Doc was leaving and team, you know, he's going to team, no players was like supporting Doc. Right, so 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 when we say like- players like, oh shit, like why he going on Doc like that? Like, damn, he going in on Doc. Like, it must be somebody. It must, but no, nobody's said that yet. It was ah. just like, oh shit, he bugging. Oh, he crazy. Oh, Doc must be yelled at. It was like that. But nobody, now a one, 
turn to three, turn to, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't, you don't coach Hall of Famers, Doc. Like you, you right. nine, 10, 11, 12 Hall of Famers or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that Chris Paul thing ended with the Clippers because Chris Paul did that Lob City era because Chris Paul didn't want it no more. Right. Chris right. Paul, but was wild. Chris Paul didn't want it no more. And then they overachieved. Like nobody's business the next year. Like that next year is why Doc, he will raise the floor of your team. Yes. Right. And then if y'all get up 3-1, man, yeah. y'all better. That's a fact. <laughs> he's, no, he's, he's definitely going to raise the floor. And he's always had somebody at the helm of the offense. Right. A guard. Rondo. CP. Right, right, right. Dame Lillard. Yep. James Harden. He always had that lead guard. Who can orchestrate shit on a court for him? So why the fuck? Which is why him and which is why him and Rondo used to, because Rondo was a smart motherfucker. Yeah. Smart was all good. He right. had to, he had to age yeah. into his place in right. the NBA. He, he didn't know how to, be to like navigate that. that with Doc. All he knew is I gotta be, I gotta manage KG Ray and Paul. Right. Like and with so, other shit. Like yeah, going no, up. no, no, of course. And to your point, that's when he won. And we talked about this too, like Rondo being one of the most cerebral, knowing the game, challenging the coach, like real point guard, you know what I mean? Is it, is it Doc's style of coaching that doesn't get him deep in the playoffs? Is I it the personnel? I don't, I don't know like, anything about Doc coaching other than me playing against him as a coach and me trying to defeat him as a coach. So with so, the coaches that you've had in the past, right? Like if it's a situation where it's like, you know, you're the guy on the team, right? And the coach, it's like, all right, bro. You know what I mean? Like when you when the when the white hat is checked out, it's everybody's checked out. Everybody's checked out. Yes. So, so then it's it, like it, there's it's no checked, way you guys are checked. checked out. When the white hat is checked out, the white hat is going to gravitate towards what he done been through the trenches with, which is what his teammates. Right. So you you hear a lot of times of oh he has an influence on he has an impact on his teammates or. We got to get him out of here because he's too influential to, right? And then that's the narrative. Oh, he's a bad locker room guy. He's, he's a cancer a, in the locker right, room. Because yeah. you got the, you took that stance. Like, I'm not, I'm not fucking with y'all no more. I'm just here to practice with and, my guys. and fuck with my guys and try to figure out how we going to win and get my guys to understand, all right, it's about basketball. Fuck it. We going to do what we do. Let them do what they do. And we going to go out there and try to win. So that's the... That line right there with Doc, I, I I just I always just see it as always great, 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 and then it's like, oh yeah. shit, what the fuck just happened? Right. With that, Doc, <laughs> like, see that sound to me, and I, you know you hear whispers about this. I can't say it concretely, but that sounds to me like you start losing people like that when they feel like you told them one thing, but it was another thing. Yes, because that's transparency. That's when you lose. That's when you lose. If you that. the one listen in the NBA, I, I can only speak for the NBA. And these like we a fraternity, right? If you say something and don't stand on it, you're done. You're completely right. I, like you're you're done. We don't talk to you no more. Like you're like a sore thumb in the locker room, on the bus, on the plane, in practice. You're a sore thumb. Yeah. To the point where like somebody got to come in and be like, ah, right, like what's the fucking problem type of shit. But you already then shot yourself in the foot. You don't have to do all that extra shit. Like, you don't have to oversell yourself or oversell the situation. Just tell me what I need to do, right? Communicate with me and be transparent with me. As a coach. I, as a coach. The coach comes up to you like, yo, Melo, listen. Because assistant coaches are supposed to tell you, yo, keep the communication going with you. Yo, Miro, 
yo, man, you got to, yo, this is your role. This is our, the head coach ain't going to tell you that. Ah. The assistant's going to pull you up and, yo, sit you down and watch film. Yo, this is what we need you to do. This is your role. This is, you take care of this. You the wing. You the guard. You the center. And then the coach just figure out how to mix and match that shit. So is it like football in a sense where it's like the head coach? Nah, hell no. Nah. It's like the head coach and then it's like the other, no, the assistant nah. coaches. Because it's different. Some head coaches control everything top down. No coaches talk in practice. Nobody else have a voice in practice. The assistant coaches get rebounds and throw you it just, back to you? They be wanting to say something to, like, you know what I mean? It's like, they, have, they can't, you know, they have side conversations, whispers, but on the other side of that, you have coaches that empowers their other guys, their right. coaches. Like, they want you to speak. They want you to talk. They want you to build that relationship with the players. So it's it's two different style of coaches. Obviously, like, you do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you study this. Why is it... First of all, why doesn't Doc have more player success? And second of all, is Doc a Hall of Fame coach? You know what I mean? Like, right. like overall. So the why is the trickiest question because I feel like with those three ones, I can give you a reasonable explanation for all of them except for the bubble one when they blew that 3-1 of the Nuggets. Mm -hmm. That one I couldn't defend. Even the one against the Rockets, that team, their starting lineup was the best starting lineup in the NBA, but they only had like six dudes, right? You can win in college like that. You can't get through the NBA. But I can't defend letting Josh Smith walk you down in game six at your own house with James Harden on the bench, right? Mm -hmm. You get the 3-1 lead when you're in Orlando playing against the Pistons. Come on, you had Tracy McGrady and like Goofy Pluto and whoever else you could round up around <laughs> Orlando to come play on your team. I can see why you lose all that. But at some point, you know, you meet people like, why you got bad luck? Right. That's, that zone fucked them up. But it's always something happening to you. Yes. And I don't have the explanation for why it is. At some point, you got to start looking at what the common denominator is on that. Like with Philly. To me, the question is all about Joel. It's not about anybody else. Because the thing about Joel to me in the playoffs is he gets so many fewer shots. He, he puts all those shots up in the regular season and then the playoffs come. And to me, he doesn't move quick enough when he gets the ball in the post. And so now these dudes can come swarm on him or you get somebody for whatever reason who's strong enough to stand there. Now he's dribbling three, four times and everything slows down. That's not Doc Rivers' fault. Dealing with James Harden doing a James Harden thing at the end of this, it's not Doc Rivers' fault. But it always seemed to happen to you, don't it? Right? <laughs> you always want to be right, on the bench. Right. Like, not, at some point, I'm not just going to keep thinking. I'm going to be the one to make you right. You know what I'm saying? It'll always be something with you, huh? Is Doc Rivers a Hall of Fame coach? I, For me, Light personally, I think the standard, if you go look at who the coaches are in the Hall of Fame, that standard is so high that we throw that phrase around so much that it kind of loses something, right? right, right like, right. if you want to tell me now, after Spo got the heat to the... Uh, finals twice without LeBron. He's a Hall of Fame coach. Maybe. People were saying that to me when he hadn't won 50 games without LeBron James. <laughs> no, that's right. You know, just because you won two championships that are necessary. Like, Rudy T just got in. His two championships with didn't matter as to what it is. So, to me, is Doc a Hall of Fame coach? No. But that's not because I don't think he's a good coach. I just got that line up there so high. Yo, Melo, man, we've been very fortunate in our careers. You know what I mean? We've been able to travel, you know what I mean? Explore the world, you know what I mean? From East Tremont to B-more, you know what I mean? To everywhere in between. Nothing's better than seeing new places. You know what I'm saying? That's why Viator has been essential in making that easier than ever, B. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like Brooklyn to B-more, 
or wherever you call home. Brooklyn and B-more is crazy. That's yeah, that's that, a what. That, that's a what. Uh, uh, that's, <laughs> that's right, you because know, they got over three hundred thousand bookable experiences in one hundred ninety countries. So there's no way you're not gonna find where you want to go. You know what I mean? There's something for everybody. Plus, Vitos travel experiences have millions of real travel reviews. They're real. You know what I mean? They're not <laughs> the fugazi joints and all caps. So you got information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app, not now, but right, right now, and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Yo, Melo, 2024 is already moving around kind of fast. You know what I mean? And before you know it, summer's here. With the summer months comes concerts, you know what I mean? A lot of activities, things going on. There's no better way to get prepared and get your tickets secured than by getting locked in with SeatGeek. That's right. You already know what time it is because SeatGeek is the number one, the number one rated ticket app with more than 70,000 events every day from sports to concerts and and much more. Because, yeah, now whatever you want to see, NBA games, they got you. You know what I mean? A little hockey, they got you. You want to watch some March Madness Cinderella stories, they got you, SeatGeek. Got you covered no matter what when it comes to finding options for you. SeatGeek puts all the tickets across the web in one place. So you know you're getting the best deal. Then they rate the tickets on a scale from 1 to 10. Also, every ticket is backed by the buyer guarantee. You know what I mean? So you know you're not getting finessed. SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of time with swaps. Use our code. I mean, our, our code. We don't give you the code. 7 p.m. for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code 7 p.m. Make sure you and all your people click the link in the description to download the app. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training, mm. just in time for summer and warmer days. You know what I'm saying? Get that, get that summer body popping. You know what I mean? Personalize your workout. You know what I mean? Whether you would like to add a 10-minute core session at the focus class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes, they are designed to help you focus on your needs and your goals. Peloton's classes also were made to challenge you. Don't forget that. The expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, Okay, I believe, and keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coach you need. Look at that. You know what I'm saying? You can watch your favorite games too, man, and win your workouts with NBA League Pass on Peloton and visit OnePeloton.com. This goes back like a couple of episodes where we, we were talking about you winning a natty and then going straight to the league, and that kind of like ushered in the whole like one and done situation. Like, um... The landscape of collegiate basketball changed a lot since then. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like the whole, the way the game is played. Like you got Talapari bringing guys in. He's like, yo, I know you're going into the NBA in six months, dog. <laughs> Win me a chip and then go. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. did that help the game or hurt the game? In your opinion? I think it, for one, it hurt the game mm. in a sense, right? When I came out, I remember I never wanted to leave. I want to go back. People was looking at me, man, you better get the fuck out of it. Like, I didn't understand it. I knew I was good, but I didn't understand what's next. I always looked at the NBA being the hardest shit, that industry that you can get into. Right, right. So I never looked at making this shit. So now I get to college, I'm still just like regular, you know, we wasn't shit. Like, you know what I mean? Nobody looked at us like winning nothing. Like, four freshmen, like, it was just yeah. like, you guys... Maybe uh, Syracuse, uh, like it was all of those asterisks and question right. marks. Buy it. So now the one and done, I, I leave after that. Prior to that, it was maybe a couple people who was yeah. maybe one and done. Um, uh, what's name? Heck, in, in Kansas did it. Um, 
back in the day. And then you had uh, Magic. I think Magic did one one year. Like there was only a couple. It was a handful yeah. of what I'm right, right. what I'm what I'm saying. It wasn't Dan, like Danny Manny. Danny Manny's the name I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he did four. He did the full four. Yeah, but it was like like he was like, oh shit! Like when he came in as a freshman, it was like, who the gotcha. fuck is this guy? He could have left after his freshman year, right. right? So I was looking at those guys and Felipe Lopez, who should have left after they first. You know, I had the, all of those stories as a student of the game. So now I know like this is a special moment of me leaving one and done. I'm not thinking that this shit would be open the doors to something. Cause the next year is when they, that was the last year coming out of high school, mm. right? With Dwight and all that, that class. So I'm like, okay, everybody's not thinking one and done. Everybody want to leave high school. Where is this one and done shit going? So guys like Caleb probably had to, had to adapt when he was in Memphis and all of that. And, he changed the game, but Cal always been quick trigger like that. Like right, since right. he was at UMass, he's been yeah, quick yeah. trigger in Boston, <laughs> like all the jersey, all that shit. He's been quick triggered and like, what's next? Like we gotta, we gotta keep this shit going. He's a high motor fucking guy. Yeah. So now you get to Kentucky. Oh, I gotta figure it. I gotta fuck the game up. You know what? I'm just gonna go after the best players, the top guys. Bring them in. You got six months. I'm gonna put everything around you. We're gonna have pro days. We're gonna make sure, hey, you get the right shit. And we're gonna start this trend to get you the fuck out of here. Because you know why? I got the next motherfucker coming in next year. So if you don't do what you do this year, you get left behind. So he put right. the onus on the actual player. That's the shit I don't like. Because what if you need that development? Not everybody's going to college and doing one year and ready to go to the NBA. Right, right. Majority of guys that's going today are not ready to leave after one year. So now Cal putting that pressure on you of like, yo, you got to get out of here. I got, I got the next number one guard, top guard coming in here next year. You recruiting four or five McDonald's, top five guys to come in. That's, that's a plan. I'm not, I'm not mad at the strategy. If that's what you, you stand on it. Right. And he stands on it. So that's why I'm not mad at it. But you fucked the game up and you made everybody else adapt to what you was doing, right? Which opened the floodgates. Because now you doing it, now Coach K got to compete against that. How do I beat, how do I defeat that? Right. I got to start doing the same shit. And Coach K hated that shit. He would never, ever allow a one and done. But when you start seeing schools like Duke, them Kansas is, like the big power schools start doing one and done, now you know the game is fucked up. Right. Right? So it, to me, it, 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 it helped it. Because it gave guys an opportunity to get there earlier, uh, but you're not developed enough to be ready to go to one and done. You can look at a college game and be like, ah, he's, he's ready. You yeah. can look at a high school game yeah. right now at the highest level and be like, oh, he's, he's ready. Or he's not ready. He needs four years. He need, I see him in the NBA in three, four years. Right, right. But guys, it's, it's, again, it's the people that surround them that's like, yo, man, we going here. Yo, for one year, and then we get Bentley, nigga. <laughs> and NIL is crazy today, right? Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to school, and before I go to school, I'm getting, I'm making 500,000, 600,000 before I even step on campus. I'm coming to campus with Ferraris and whatever, minks, chains, like all type, you know, all Oops. type of shit. Niggas buying everything but So like, what's important to you, <laughs> right? What's in, now, is winning important? Or is it, this is just the pathway to get to, this is just a step to get to. Yo, and see, that's the part that gets me. Because what I feel like, and I'm curious your thoughts on this, 
I was like I was in school, but I was kind of early in the game when North Carolina won that championship in 05. Yeah. Marvin Williams was on that team. We knew the whole year that that was a top five pick. Mm -hmm. This dude would probably go number one or number two. He was a all, came off the bench that entire season. If you go back and look at that year, if you watch the Carolina Duke game at Chapel Hill that year, where Sean May went for like 26 and 24, there's a play where Marvin Williams went out there against Sheldon Williams. And, you know, in college, we thought of him a little differently. He seemed to be a fairly imposing figure. Mm -hmm. But he sent that dude's shot back like three times. And yeah. you just saw how shook Marvin was. He wound up hitting like the biggest shot in the game at mm -hmm. the end. At and the he end. almost broke down crying. Yeah. But that dude never learned how to be a star player at the high level. So now you're the number two pick in the draft. And he was never going to be able to do number two pick things because he had not been at a high level. He had not learned how right. to be that dude. Yes. Like, I think what's interesting about Shea Gilders Alexander getting traded to Oklahoma City when he did, since they weren't good, he got to learn how to be a star player. He so just because you yeah. can play in the NBA yes. doesn't mean you should play right. in the NBA, right? And that's why I wonder... We're not seeing the United States produce star players on the levels of Giannis. Oh, yeah. Luca, MB. You know, yeah. like, it's not happening. And I don't think those dudes are learning how to be stars because they hopscotching so fast to go from spot the to spot, so right? The, the, so the, here's the question. Oh. So is it, is it, has the one and done thing scared away like those legendary player development guys, like the yeah. John Thompsons, those nah, guys? No, no, because you got to adapt to that. All the coaches is adapting to but the But they all quitting. They all quitting too. Quitting, because yeah. it's like you have some that you well, they all had to adapt. And then they realized this ain't the shit I want to do. Because think about college. You go to college, you want to you supposed to stay there for four years. You supposed to like the tradition of college and being in there and yeah. building four years and, senior and, and, and fans and, and 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 students, they get a chance to build with you and 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 you know your senior night is supposed to be the, you know, the right. It's like the aha, like yeah. I, we went through this shit together. Now, there's no more senior nights. There's no more, like the passion that people, that like fans have today for college sports, it's still there, but it's not because it's very hard to root for a guy who's going to be there for six months. Yeah. And I, I, I know I might sound crazy about talking about it, but I didn't think I was going to be there for six right, months. Right. I well, was there going for well, it. And you had a hell of six months. Like, it's not right, like everybody absolutely. else in six months right. ain't going to be the same right. as your six months. months. Then you also had Coach Beheim being like, you're my man. After. I appreciate you. Yes, but that's the transparency. Right. Right? So if you're going to do that, that's cool. Miro, get the fuck off my campus. You gave me what I wanted. We got, we accomplished what a lot of people, thousands of student athletes can't accomplish. We got that. You go. Get the fuck off my campus. You always come back to get your shit, right? Yeah. That was real conversations. You ain't having those conversations with these kids today. These kids already coming in telling you I'm only here for six months. That's the difference. I <laughs> yeah. didn't say I was going to be They coming in with, yo, I'm here for six months and the people that's around them, that's supporting them, is letting everybody know we're here for six, we're here for six or seven months. Mm -hmm. And they the ones I feel like playing the game so bad because I feel like as an adult, you would understand, hey, man, that be a grown shit's a little overrated. Yeah, man. You ain't got to be in such a hurry to go do this. And where it's hurting college basketball is there's just no familiarity. No. Right? Like, yes. you don't know. And like, I spent 10 years living in North Carolina, right? So it was interesting being in a place where college ball is the thing and it goes. Yes. And the relationships you have are with these dudes who stick around. It's not always the best players, right? Yeah. It's like watching an 18-year-old grow into a 22-year-old and everything else. Like, these are the things that are charming. Like, women's ball is on fire right now with college, Whew. and it's not with men's. And the reason is, women's ball has coaches you recognize, yep. you, names you, you recognize, teams, fran basically franchises yes. that you're familiar with. I don't really know what's going on with men's college basketball anymore. I don't know who these dudes are. 
when they on the team. Yeah. A one and done dude used to be like you read about them in a magazine. Like I joke about Ricky Davis and LeBron, <laughs> but I remember when Ricky was in high school, my brother saw him dunk on somebody at a summer league game in Iowa. And Problem. then when he got there, he'd be like, oh, watch out for this Ricky Davis. It was like five or six guys like that, though, Absolutely. that you heard about. Now, every single one of them supposedly is that dude. And so you don't know who to pay attention to. Man. You don't know who to watch. You don't know who this is. Then you turn on the Final Four, and no disrespect, man, but it's Florida Atlantic out there. Right. I still don't know who played for them. I don't know who their coach is. I don't know who any of these things are. Right, right. And so once it stopped being steady and you stop like having, like Syracuse is interesting. Derek Coleman, mm -hmm. who might have been better as a freshman than even you were Absolutely. when he got in there. Derek Coleman stayed for four years. Derek Coleman will never be a draft bust in my mind. Because Derek Coleman is the dude from Syracuse right. forever in my mind. Yeah. Guys who used to play, like, what's the big boy at Purdue now? Zach, was it Eddie? Eddie, Eddie whatever yeah, his name Eddie, is. Yeah. Back in the day, it wouldn't matter what kind of pro he was. We would know him forever for, for being that big dude at Purdue. Absolutely. Eric Montrose just passed away. Rest in peace. Yeah, we don't know Eric Montrose from the NBA. We know Eric Montrose from what he was yeah. as a college basketball player. Mm -hmm. There's nobody that fits that Antonio description Dice, anymore. Because like, everybody, because like you said, college is no longer a destination. No, it's no more. Right. to go to. There's no more. Right. The, so, these guys, they don't even want to go to college. Right. Which is so wild because college is, is great. Right. Which is sparking, which, which, which sparks all these other startups, right? It's like you got the OTEs and you got the G, the G League Ignites. You got the NBL in, 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 in Australia. You got the shit in Serbia. Like it's, you have these academies, which is forcing the sport to change right. from a business model. So what's the solution for the for the NCAA? I don't <laughs> the NCAA is in trouble. Oh, no, 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 no. The NCAA is in trouble. Here's where the NCAA is at. When COVID hit, good friend of mine, one of the smartest people I know, he made a good point. He's like, everything you watch happening during COVID, he was like, all those things were already going to happen. It's just being accelerated. Absolutely. Mm. And what that also helped accelerate with the NCAA was its demise. Like yes. it took us farther and farther down, you know, more up to that line and now slowly it's going to go down. To me, I would take a whole different approach because we did something um, on Game Theory, the show I did on HBO about Overtime Elite. Mm -hmm. And we focused on like the education parts of it in this. But this is the part that got me about Overtime Elite. I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, so where are the girls at, man? Like if you into girls, where are the girls at? I done seen what it's like to be a college student. I done seen what it's like to be a college basketball player. Why in the world would I want to go play at a studio? Right? <laughs> listen, this is so, life. so my rebuttal to that would be if we were, if Overtime Elite was in any other city, mm -hmm. I would agree with you. No, but see, but okay. But they no. are in Atlanta. No, no, what? They, 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 that's hazardous, though. It's hazardous. <laughs> but you, ask, you ask a very specific question. You're right. right. You're right. It's they are in the middle of Atlanta, right? Right. Making hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. in Atlanta. But what's my avenue for like a normal social experience? I guess what I'm, you know, because I, I get what you're talking about. You, you do it on your own. I get, I, get, I get you and you get me, right? But, right, it's just, right. but that's my whole thing when I look at all these alternatives. And I guess my parents are college professors. Yes. I always knew college was going to be great, right? I look at these dudes and I'm like, the other part too, the transfer is actually, I think, the bigger problem. It's a bigger problem than one and does. And the transfer kids are doing it wrong because you, I know you got guys on your team. You could pull a name out here. Some dude that's the mayor in Syracuse. Yeah, absolutely. Don't nobody know, care what he is, but as soon as he got done, he could have got a job at the car anywhere, dealership. Anywhere. He could have gone anywhere. You can't get that going no. from school to school every yeah, year. Nobody nah, cares about no. you. Nobody knows, knows you. And there's no, there's no more, like, there, there's no more school. There's no more university pride. No yeah. More. Like with the athlete. And I, that's the part that I, I don't like. Like watching it and seeing it. Like there's no more like 
Syracuse pride as an athlete. There's no more like Carolina, like maybe Carolina, because they yeah. they still got guys that's there yeah. seven years and shit over there. So, <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's, there's no more like school, like athlete pride, player so pride, because shit, I'm only there. I, I don't, you don't get that pride, that feeling until the next year when you in college. Because yeah, right. you the first year you just going through the you happy to be a freshman in college. Right. You still don't got your classes right. You still trying to get your feet wet. You don't know the parties yet. You don't know who's who on campus. You may see somebody in, in, in October that you don't see again to May. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you don't know how to acknowledge that. With that next year is when you like, ah, I got one under my belt. I've been here. I got some a little bit of familiarity. I know how to move now. Now I can now I'm gonna start. Getting that love. That's when you get the love. The first year, you don't get the love. And they're not going, to, I feel like, God, I feel so old saying all of these things. <laughs> but it's like, are you going to be part of something, right? right. Like I was, talking, I was talking to Harrison Barnes once. And for people who don't remember, Harrison Barnes did the decision before LeBron did the Absolutely. decision. Yeah. He sat up at that table and said, the winner is uh, where I go is going to be the dude on That's Skype. a fact. It was the decision, That's right? That's a fact. He told me that he went to Carolina. He said, look, man, because it's coming down there in Duke. And everybody thought he was going to go to Duke. He's like, look, I don't went to Carolina, man. They took me to dinner with Dean Smith and Michael Jordan. I went to Duke. They took me to a movie yeah, or something like, like that. Yeah, he wanted yeah, to be different. he wanted to be part of that yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Like I remember, he was there for like the Centennial uh, alumni game that year. It was the year after they won the championship, and like Jordan's Ferrari is parked in the tunnel, and Sheed's walking around and stacking. Everybody else is just there. And I remember I sat there and I watched him Barnes the whole time, and I was like. Oh yeah, he come in here because he want to be a part of that. Yeah, that's yeah. greatness. Yeah, yeah, right. It's just this is something you want. You know, when you see something, you're like, yo, I want to be a part of that. Right. And I don't think any most of these players look at any of these schools as like, nah, I want to be a they part look of that. that. They looking at who's giving the bag. Who, who, how much you got? Facts. How much you got? Like you got? Okay, cool. All right, All right. bet. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. So, and if that bag run out, <laughs> I'm going to get the transfer portal. That's the transfer portal. That's what's fucking the game up. Right. So, like for you, for example. You've been there, done that. You know what I'm saying? White hat at Syracuse. Now Kai's on the come up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Knowing what you know now and the business of the game has changed and all that, like what kind of game are you giving him? Are you like of the mind of like, because my wife, bro, she's like, y'all are all going to college. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care if you drop a platinum album yeah. and you become a, a bazillionaire, yeah. you're going to college. So is it like the same type of energy or is it like more? My son is going to college. Like it ain't no... Like I don't, I don't even preach one and done to him. Right. Like we not, we not even playing that game, because I don't even want you to start thinking that right now. Right. Right. Like I'm not, ready now. But no, but you start shortcutting shit, uh, and, you, and, and you start rushing shit. We ain't rushing nothing. Nigga, you going to college? If you had to stay for two, you had to stay for three. We going to college. We have figured out. We adapt as we go. If you ready to, if you ready to go after your first year, then we'll look at it. Right. But that's not a priority to us. Right. I also teach him the business of the game. Motherfucker, you ain't got to go get the 200, 300. Right? Like you ain't you understand like, because I know what you really want. Right. Like, let's be frank. Like yeah. The money is there. Like these kids want money. We all want money. Yeah. You want to hoop, but you want money, too. Yo, because you want to get there. Right. So the, the way you get there is by being patient. Taking your time. Right. That's why in the NBA, you start seeing guys who come out one and done or they going to ignite and then they come to the league, they start falling off they, because they don't have a role. They don't have a place in that, in, on that team. Now when you coming out and you taking your time and guys really get to see you develop, okay, from 16 to 19, like I can't judge you off of, I can't rate you 
as a pro right now at 16, 17 years old. You still haven't physically developed yet. You still haven't thought the game yet. You don't even how to you don't even know how to move on a court. I can't, I don't, I want you, I see the potential, but just know there's a large chance that you're gonna come here and you're not gonna play. Right. Because you're just not prepared to be a pro yet. Yeah. You hit the big if that was so important. You're like, if you're ready to go. If like it's like we talk about the guys coming in and be like, yo, we only gonna be here for one year. How do you know that? How that's you know the that? people yeah. around them. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I look at them like, them. how in the world? Like, do you understand? I went through <laughs> once and I sorted like all the draft classes by win shares just to give me a handle like how many players in a given class yeah. were doing something. So this is like a whole draft class with the international players and mm-hmm. everybody else. Or I may have done it for recruiting classes. But really, yeah, it's the recruiting classes. This country produces about 10 or 12 NBA players per year. Yes. I don't mean dudes who play in the NBA. No, that's Guys, sustained. That's I mean, sustained. NBA yes. players. Sustainable. The right. Where you're like, yeah. oh, I know who that is. Yes. Like you just start going down and you get to number 11 and you're like, ugh, right. do I think this guy was an NBA player? It's so hard to get to the NBA. It's hard, bro. I don't know why people have forgotten this. As more and more kids play, and more and more play at high level, you know what hasn't changed? The number of teams in the NBA. Not at nearly the same proportion (laughs) as all that stuff down. So it's more people fighting to get in, and they just ain't spots. They're not there. Like, it's really, it plays itself out with women's ball, where the WNBA, first-round picks can't make teams because they don't pay nobody. So the older players don't have to leave, and the younger ones can't get in. But it's still the same issue. It's really hard to make it to the league. Absolutely. And I can't imagine how heartbreaking it would be if I thought my whole way, well, I'm a top 20 player in my class. You thought I'm going to go to the NBA. Dude, top 20 <sighs> but is not promising happens, you anything. But this happens day to like constantly. Yeah. This is happening right now while we're speaking about this. Yeah. This happens all this is on the clock where guys just believe and they believe so much at where they at at that moment in time that can't see the development. To where I want to, where I want to get to. Yep. I keep trying to tell people, man, it's hard as shit to get in this NBA. It's just the guys that you guys like and look up to and see. We make it look easy. This shit is hard. It's fucking difficult. <laughs> I, mean, I want to be, I want to be honest. Like this shit is hard to make the NBA. Yeah. Stop acting like this shit is the NBA is just this league. Like this is the league. Yeah. And Everybody bro, don't the, make it. You yeah. got 450 guys in the NBA, man. That's like, a fact. And you got 60 every year that's coming in and out. Out of those 60, maybe eight will play in the NBA. Maybe. And make noise. Not yeah. even make noise. Will, 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 will be in a rotation. If eight, maybe six will be in a rotation. I think about the first NBA player I ever saw with my own eyes where we were like, oh, that guy's going to the NBA. It was 1994, and it was Steven Jackson. He was a mm. sophomore in high school, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, That's my guy. Oh, yeah. kill, baby. Stack, yeah. Do you <laughs> realize all the things that Steven Jackson had to do to make it to the NBA? Yeah, oh, by the way, including going to Oak Hill, and right? he wasn't even a star. He was a great role player. Right. That had just a different tenacity. And wasn't he like the leading scorer in the McDonald's All-American game? Like all of those things. And we knew it from jump. This is an NBA player. I went to Oak Hill. And I went and I went to I went and used to see Steven Jackson jersey on the on the on the shit. Raptors and shit. And I used to be like, fuck everybody on that list. Like Steven Jackson is the guy because in high school that guy was. Phenomenal. He God. was unbelievable. And man. he had to stamp that passport That's a couple a times That's before he could get it going in the NBA because yeah. it's that hard. It's he, I remember there's another dude that played with him that was just about as good. He went and played at Tulane. 
ain't get no whiff it's hard, of man. the NBA. It's, it's, hard. it's really hard to make it to hey, the NBA. Look, league is hard. That's why, <laughs> but that's why, that's why I feel or I worry about like your son or like Bron's son or whatever, because people don't understand, man. If them boys get two years in the NBA, yeah. they've done something really, really impressive. Absolutely. D Wade's son went straight to the G League. Yeah. You ain't most people hearing this have no idea what I'm talking about. Right. They ain't Absolutely. read nothing about it. They ain't seen it. I'm not saying that to insult him at all. It's really hard to Bro, make it to the NBA. Hard, Once you get to a certain it's level, pass for everybody. Everybody's nice. Once you get to a certain level, everybody's nice. And that's when it comes into what you're talking about, learning your role, learning your spot. Absolutely. You know so I'm saying? talking about to your to answer your question and bring it back. I teach my son, look, this is the totality of the game because I'm fortunate enough to give you that information at an early age. I didn't get that information to maybe five, six, seven years into my into NBA career. So now I can sit down with you. Hey, here's examples. I'm not just talking shit. Here's examples of these guys who you thought and think are the guys. You don't see them up here. Or you see them up here struggling. Yeah. Or you see them up here can't adapt. Or you see them up here got to wait and go through the rigmarole of four or five years and then maybe, maybe you get a, a shot, your seventh, eighth. If you if you fortunate enough to stick around that long, and you're only sticking around that long because in this league, there's a role that you have to play. You ain't coming here doing the same shit because you coming here to a team that already got those guys on there. Yeah. Just so how do you do this? How, 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 do I adapt, how do I adapt to doing what this guy needs me to do? Like, what right. is my role? And I think that's what the, this generation has a hard time to try to figure out stepping into it. They think they just coming in NBA like it's EYBL, like it's the circuit, <laughs> and I'm going to do me. And it's a, it's a rude awakening because your ass going to be on the bench. Your ass going to be in the G League. And not the G League is cool, but your ass going to be in the G League. And now you got to play with that. That's the mental part that you got to play with. You're going to find out how much you love it. You're going to find out how much you love it. You're driving a bus from Indiana to New York, <laughs> yeah, from New York to Cali. Like, yeah, bro. You're going to find gonna out find this is really for you. Because it would not be for yeah. me. Yeah, bro. Fact, you sitting man. on the bench like it's 2K creative player, just doing like this, watching hey, man, the game. And you playing. It, <laughs> and you playing. For you and the homies and the rest of the team, ain't nobody in there. That ball is echoing every time it hits the ground. Do you really? Like, every time I go to Summer League, do I'm you like, man, do you, you, love you cats yep. must really love this, yep. dog. Do you, you really love this grind? You need to. Because most guys that come up that is top five in high school and all of the, you know, the rankings and all of that, that shit cool if you in high school. Like, I get it. It's fun to see your name up there. Like, I get all of that shit. It's, it's great. But once you get to that next level, all that ranking shit goes out the window. It's what could you do for me? What could you do for this university? Yep. And what could you bring to this organization in the NBA and what you do? Because the NBA is thinking development. So if you're not willing to take that steps and those steps to develop, some teams ain't fucking with you. A OKC, a Sam Presti, I think is the best to do it when it comes to mm, bringing those guys in yep. and Listen, transparency, sit down. Here's the plan. Here's your plan, Miro. Not, not both plan. Here's your plan. All right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. All I want to see is you hit the marks. <laughs> if you hit the marks, by the time you get to year three, you will have a very important role into this team. And if you look at OKC, that's why they're successful today. Right. Because all of those guys develop every year. None of those guys were stars. 
Sam developed those guys. Here's your, hey, Williams, here's your marks that I need you to hit every year. Right? Yeah. Chet, here's your marks I need you to hit every year. Yo. Even Shay. Here's your marks I need you to hit every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Even though you're the guy. Even you're the yeah. guy. Yeah, just say, you know how we traded for you and we debated you in this trade? Because right. we really depended on you to be here's that your guy. Marks. Okay, cool. Here's how it's going to happen. Right. I don't need you to be Michael Jordan yet. I don't need you to be, bro. I don't need you to be the, those guys yet. Do what you do, though. Yeah. But your mark is this. And if you supersede that, okay. Great. But Great. Well, let me ask this right fast. Was that the best run team that you played for? Yes. Yes. That's the best, to me, it's the best ran organization when it comes to understanding the needs of players and mm. understanding how to communicate with players and hold players accountable. But also, like, when I got there, OKC, they was just OKC, like, in a sense of, like, it wasn't no type of, like, culture or, like, yeah. you know, Russ and those guys was doing their thing, but they was guys who grew up in OKC. So it wasn't really no coach. So when I got there, it was more like, all right, we're going to bring a little bit of flair. We're going to bring some swag to this, this OKC shit. We ain't trying to be what was here before. Like, yeah. We want to bring something different. And Sam understood that. And he worked with us, and, but he gave us our marks. Hey, Melo, here's your mark. Boom. Russ, we need you to do this in order for us to be successful. PG, here's your mark. Hey, Steven Adams, here's your mark. J Jeremy Grant. Like, these are like Mark. Ray Felton had his... Like, these are marks that we had to hit. And if we right. didn't hit those marks, we knew we wasn't doing our best. If we didn't hit the marks, Billy Donovan wasn't coming in there talking to us. It was Sam it's Presti Sam. coming in there talking. Yo, Sam. And as a, not to cut you off, and I'm sorry, <laughs> but when he did that, I had a new found like, respect for right. Sam Presti on the business side. And it's to like, this day, I talked about this before, to this day, me and Sam is like this. Sneaky when it, cool. Sneaky, sneaky cool, he's like it's just, sneaky cool. He, he, is, he, he has no ill intentions right. in any of this. He wants what's best for the player, and he he really cares about what the fuck goes on. So I wish a lot of GMs and presidents had that type of word. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just that type of energy when it comes to running organizations. Yo, Sam, come holler at my kids, bro. Tell them to stop shooting. <laughs> Yo, Melo, man, the beautiful thing about this show, man, 7 p.m. in Brooklyn, is that we're here to celebrate hoops and culture, but we have fun while we're doing it, man, because if we're not, what, what we doing here? You know what I mean? And 1800 knows that there's no better way to celebrate a good time, man, than with fire tequila, and this is it. You know what I mean? 1800. You already know. That's right. Yeah. 1800 Tequila, man, the world's most awarded tequila mm. is your go-to when it comes to celebrating the finer moments in life with a smooth tasting tequila. My favorite, I mean, I think they know my favorite by now. They know, come on, This 1800 Crystalino, man. <laughs> this is an ultra premium, crystal clear Nejo tequila finish in port wine cast. It's so smooth, you can enjoy it. Neat, I got rocks. We got rocks. On the rocks, on your favorite cocktail, Part left, left, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to elevate its taste. <laughs> you know what I mean? 1800 knows what time it is, man, they know Taste is everything, so it's only right that they locked in with us, man. The taste makers, you heard? Salute. Salute. Ah. You already know. Mm. The mark that we love to hit on this show is fuck it with it or fuck out of here, bro. Where we present you <laughs> with some items in pop right. culture, you know what I mean? And you tell us if you fucking with it, well, man, nah, get that shit the fuck out of here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> First on the docket, we got Taylor Swift. 
Damn, I feel crazy saying this. Taylor Swift versus Beyonce. See, Shannon Sharp with that shit, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, Unc, you crazy for that one. Unc is crazy. You crazy for that one, Unc. The Kansas City Chiefs are on their way to the fourth Super Bowl in the past five years. Crazy achievement. Shout out to Pat Mahomes. This year's Super Bowl is going to be a little different, you know what I'm saying? Because obviously, we got the Tay-Tay effect. You know what we I mean? Do. Going on. Uh, our beloved Unc <laughs> recently was asked on Nightcap, like, yo, Taylor or Beyonce, impact-wise? And he said Taylor Swift. Let's roll the tape. Beyonce. Beyonce ain't moving the needle like this chick, Ocho. No. What? You tripping. No, you tripping, Ocho. This girl, this, Ask the she's chat. the closest who, thing. Ask the chat she's the closest who, who, thing to moving the needle like Michael Jackson that we've seen. This is it. Whoa. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Reel it back in a little bit, baby. Yo, champ, you gotta chill. Yo, you gotta chill. You fucking, uh, <laughs> you gotta hey, chill. listen. Come on. You I know it's chill. two Americas, but still. That. We not like, doing Beyonce that. has transcended both it's Americas. Only in America, man. Come on, yeah. dog. I don't know, man. I t- if you, you fucking fuck with it, it or you fuck, fuck out of here. here. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm fuck out of here for a very specific reason here, okay? Sometimes being right just isn't that important, right? Copy. And I'm not saying which side of this argument is the right side of the argument. I'm just saying feeling the need to prove yourself right is the way to wind up in a lot of raw situations, Word. right? I know a lot of white women. They've been very nice to me on a very like casual level. I don't want to alienate them. On the other hand, with Beyonce, shit, man, I live in Harlem. I just want to walk down the block and not have no problems, you right. know? You, you can't win with this. Like, impact? Impact on what? That's what I would have said. I would have walked out the room. Right. Black culture, I'd, I'd black culture, culture. What's the impact? What's I'd, the... Answer a question with a question. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. That's I mean, a you fact. mean cultural impact? You mean like sales impact? Like you tell me. Like yeah. you gotta flip it on. Yeah, because like if you want to talk about like impact of an individual moment, I was talking about this on my show today. You remember when Beyonce did the Super Bowl? Yes. Um, not the one with the Black Panther stuff. The one in New Orleans. Oh, and there the was this moment where she stopped and she did two steps and she looked at the camera and I don't want to emulate it, but she did this thing where she like licked her finger nah, and we went like halfway. No, nah, we ain't gonna do that. All I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. That had an impact on me personally yeah. that I don't think Taylor Swift can have with the best written song that's ever been made. I just yeah. don't think it's possible. So you I, fuck out of here. I'm fuck out of here because <laughs> Shannon Sharp too old to not know a yeah. question that you don't have to answer. Right, that's a fact. You've been doing this way too long. Well. You've been you did way too many posts. Come on, you know how to finesse out of it. You gotta hit the circle yeah. button sometimes, man. Hit with that L one and juke your way out of that. I'm fuck. I'm fuck out of here, man. It's it's. I just know like the impact. Again, I I'm not in Taylor Swift community World, like, yeah. environment like every day, but I know what Beyonce does for my people. I know what she yeah. does to Yo. these women. I know what she does to these kids. And I like I know the impact that Beyonce have where and the shit that really matters. Right? To where it's like that she impacting schools, like she impacting, you know, the community, yeah. she impacting churches, she's yeah. impact like when I'm talking about these communities, these four wall, these four block communities, yeah. she's Enhancing that right there. Yeah, like she is yeah. taking over that shit. Women, black women, the amount of power and confidence, like and exuberance that they have to, you know, put out there when it comes to supporting Beyonce. Like she holds women to a higher standard. Like it's deeper than just yeah. musically. Like Taylor Swift is great. Like she's the shit. Like you get what I'm saying? But when you talk about what we do over here, and it's not one against the other, is what we do over here. Yeah. Like she, her impact is a lot, is multi-layered 
when it comes to things that we like. We want to we want to get when Beyonce concert come to a city. The hoods is shut down. They going, going to get dressed. They all going. They, the whole day is is, is 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 sponsored already by Beyonce. I ain't never seen an act have a stranglehold on her audience. Come on, the man, it's different. They fly to Europe because this, this is different. different just this the is way different. people feel like when you see Come the crowd on, of people, what they wearing, and just yeah. their level of captive so attention. She got to what's men going crying. On. B, she got yeah. men crying. Men is crying over Beyonce. Then she got men showing up for the damn show. Come like, on, that's, that's the one difference. Man. Like Taylor Swift got a bunch of dads showing up, right? I ain't really heard too much about like. Hey, baby, you want to go nah. with me at the Taylor Swift concert? Come up to Beyonce. It was just like, y'all give it a She got dad daughter. Like, yeah. that's daddy daughter with Taylor. Yeah. And it's daddy, a beautiful daddy, daddy ain't going to the Beyonce nah, show because you might look daughter, at daddy not, a little daddy different. Daddy daughter ain't going to Beyonce. <laughs> that's like going with your daughter to the right. Janet Jackson concert. She going to learn a lot about daddy, your pops. Daddy yeah, daughter is going to Taylor Swift. And, and it's an amazing environment. I, it's amazing Hell environment. Hell of a show. Daddy daughter ain't going to Beyonce. Is it a hell of a show, Miro, or have you heard it's a hell of a show and you just felt like saying that? I've heard it's a hell of a show. And that's what I'm saying. That's what that, see, but that's what I'm saying. You know what it's a show. You just made that point right there. And that's what he is. I don't know what the fault is. So this is the thing, too. It's like, I've seen I've seen performances, you know what I mean? I've seen television performances, and they're good, but the Beyonce shit is like an event. You know what I mean? Like it's you know a when family but it was for them, but it was for them too. Like the people that's really into Taylor Swift, where she started selling merchandise in the oh, parking yeah, lot. Yeah, the that's people that's 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 let's let's give yeah. Taylor her props. Yeah, not, not, like, not too like much on Taylor. I'm just she's saying, like amazing. Like yeah, yeah. she is out of here. Like well, she's in another planet. What I meant to say by event is like like you were saying, like people get like yo, we getting dressed up. Yeah, we doing this. Ain't nobody we doing going that. to Taylor Swift shows. You know what I'm saying? I want to dress like Taylor Swift. I'm going with my girl. You know, I'm a propose yeah. over there. Kids are going dressing up as Beyonce. Kids ain't dressing up as Taylor Swift. Maybe but a honestly, co- if maybe they a did, couple. I would know it. <laughs> <laughs> I just no, I'm saying. I, listen. I've been around Taylor before. I've we've done commercials here with the Knicks. We've I've seen it. You know what I mean? Like shows, bro. That shit is different. That's a different energy, different vibe. That's yeah. a different commitment that her fan base has have for her. Yeah. The Beyonce, I'm the Beyonce experience is something different. It's a Michael Jackson esque experience. That's what I was gonna say. Bro. It's a. I'm crying. Like, well, she could stand on the stage and don't say shit. I'm sitting there crying. I'm, I'm, like, it's, she about to die. like it's, it's, she's, they crying from kids to, to teenagers yeah. to moms to grandmoms Aunties, to fathers yeah. to brothers to like, it's, it's a family affair. So I'm fuck out of, out of here with, with that because I know, really know the impact of what's surrounding me when it comes to Beyonce. And I'm going to support that. Not saying I don't support Taylor Swift, but people that I'm around, they are Beyonce. They the bees. Oh, yeah. oh, the the beehive is different. The internet is a monster. The Swifts is crazy too. That's, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, the Swifts is, is crazy. Yeah, listen, the Swift they, they is, had they the feds call in my crib, bro. They are Swift. <laughs> they had the feds call in my crib, bro. One time they, we did something on one show I had where they had the, the staff pull questions for the audience. They hit me like, who you taking, Beyonce or Rihanna? I'm like, y'all don't love me at all, do you? Because yeah. you try to make me. I was just like, look, I'm from Houston, so I'm picking mine. And that See, way I could be safe. That's what all shit is saying. That's all shit is saying. Oh, y'all trying to get me in trouble. Y'all listen to both. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I, when I'm when I'm running, I listen to Taylor. When I'm lifting weights, I listen to B. That's it. That's it. I'm, I'm, cardio for Taylor. Weights is B. That's it. 
That's how you answer that question. So experience, we talk about Beyonce experience, right? Like y'all been seeing this Apple Vision kind of process in public. Like what do you, what you think about though? I seen the nigga at the game, at the, it was the guy at the game standing up. With the- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, nah. Look, man. See, that's money with fly shit right there, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, Meryl. Meryl, you from New York. Listen, I ain't been living here that long. Bro. I think I feel like me and you saw that dude wearing that on the subway and had the same thought. Bruh. Are you fucking with the fuck out of here, baby? First of all, it's fuck out of here because to Bo's point, if you would have did that on the train in 2004, <laughs> you get your koofy slapped on. For, no, you get your koofy slapped on. Slap slap <laughs> forget food. You a professional, Like, you leaving off that train butt naked, baby, with the vision, the Apple vision, like, the kid like sneakers. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna use dental records to identify you, bro, because they're cooking you on that yeah, train. Oh, he sleep, yeah, he sleep. Bro, it's crazy. Cause like, I understand, like, cause I got the little Oculus, whatever, VR joints or whatever. I'm using that shit at the crib, bro, playing Creed 3, ah, 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 and that's it. I'm not leaving the crib with that shit. That's crazy right there. Because the difference is that it's not, it don't just like put you in like virtual reality. It's like it puts augmented you, reality. It put you there. Right, you there, but you can also fuck with your Twitter over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go on Pornhub over here. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever right. you went to, you know what I'm saying? I've like, seen fiends. Like, they're, they're like a fiend to me. Like, like I yeah. saw fiends like- Yeah, yeah bro. Playing like, you outside gotta stay locked and high in. and like, they, they, I, I think fiends created augmented reality. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, when you see that yo, shit, yo, you know they like, be putting shit together. Like, oh but man. But this is the worst part. That thing costs like $3,500. That's yeah. the shit. That's so Apple, like, man. as we talking about you getting robbed on the train, that's thirty five hundred dollars sitting right here on your head. <laughs> and an ass whipping. <laughs> maybe maybe an ass whipping, or Yo. maybe it changes you for your life for the rest of your life. Like, that's life changing. Like yeah, yeah, what's it like to have a virtual reality helmet all and motherfuckers just punch you in the real reality, reality over and over again? Right here. Like, oh, 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 I'll oh, get oh. a four K punch in my gun. <laughs> You see your health meter going down and shit like. <laughs> you thinking it's the game? It's fucking real life. I'm really bleeding. Really I'm really fucking bleeding out here, man. Danger, danger. Yeah. Yeah, knock the fuck out, shit. I'm fuck out of here. Perfect. I'm, I'm like, fuck out of here with that. Yo, fuck like, yeah. you get your ass whooped, and then while it's happening, the battery runs out on that joint. Come on, man. Thirty five now, now this isn't even a fun, like, uh, immersive experience. Yo, I'm just getting my ass kicked, and it's dark. You get, your ass on. you get your ass whipped, but they don't even take the goggles. <laughs> <laughs> they can stop this shit. They just stop this shit. It's like, yeah, you gotta play Pokemon now, God stupid. Dang. What, you said that shit don't work That's no more? Saying, you can fucking keep it. Oh, man. <laughs> take your shit, put it on, and be like, oh, man, bro. I remember when the iPhones and like iPods and all that shit first started coming out, I would tell people, like, yo, fam, get different headphones, B. Because it was, it was like a sign. Like, the headphones was always the, like, the white headphones. I was like, fam, get rid of them white headphones, get you some Sony joints, whatever. Cause they see that and they're like, "Oh, this motherfucker got an iPhone." Bose got some Bose. Yeah. I'm like, dog, I don't even wear noise canceling headphones in public for the same you know reason. Yeah, I need to hear. I need to hear what the fuck coming around. Yeah, that's what I said. I don't know fucking noise canceling. I was like, "Six <laughs> service, nigga, with one AirPod." Like, why would why why would I want to do that? Yeah, what am I listening to? I know it. I noise canceling shit. I want to hear all the noise. I want to hear the motherfucker be like, ah, coming on the train, man. Fuck out of here. Yo, yo, so the, the ill thing about fuck with her the fuck out of here is that we talk about, you know what I'm saying, like cultural things that affect us on a daily basis. You know what I mean? The head nod type right. of situation, that type of stuff. Tipping culture, you know what I mean, is continuing to be very polarizing. You know what I mean? Some people fuck with it, some people don't. Some places you go to, you know what I mean, they include the gratuity on the belt. 
uh, depending on the party count, you know what I mean? Because we like to go 20 deep to Red Lobster. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm being asked to tip on a $3 coffee, man. So now Uber's asking you to tip. This is crazy. Uber's asking you, Uber Eats is asking you to tip before you even get the food. You know what I'm saying? So like, yo, fuck with it the fuck out of here. Delivery services asking for a tip before they even do what they supposed to do. I'm going to say fuck with it. A couple things, right? I have to admit this. My attitude on tipping evolved as my income did. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm not nearly as uh, you better sing for your supper as I was <laughs> when I really had no money, right? I'm like, like this extra five dollars, like you got relative. You got to earn this shit, right? Now I look at the tip before as insurance, yeah. just to make sure my shit comes down. But you know, New York just passed a law because they found basically that all these cats was just hanging out outside the restaurants or whatever, and they were only picking it up if the tip was big enough. And so rather than create a circumstance that pays these people a living wage, a lot of the apps now will not allow you to tip like when you order the food. Uh, DoorDash, fuck me up with that. Yeah, you have to remember to go <laughs> back. Fuck me up with that. Because I'm like, because yo, man, think about it, yo, come on, Anthony, yeah, tip me, I'm right? Yo, shit, I'm hungry right? <laughs> Then they scream, grab the shit, yo, look at this. Yo, yeah, Melo ain't leave me no exactly. tip. So now you got to go back and put it in there. And I'm just like, I recognize, man, these cats out here living the struggle. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Because nah, that fact. high school French be coming in handy for me when they deliver because these cats is not speaking no anglais, homie. Nah. That's who's delivering this food. I should not be tripping over these little $3 or yeah. whatever it is for them. But that's me. I recognize that. Right, but for right. other people, hey, man. That $5 is a, that's a, that's a, that's a thing. But we shouldn't be having to pay this stuff for these people. They should be paying this Price. stuff for these people. That's what the problem is. So if I got to do my part, I'm gonna go Fuck ahead it. and do my part. I mean, for me personally, it <laughs> was just real. like it was a situation of like, yo, once motherfuckers see you on TV you and they you recognize you out in public, they automatically think you got eighty million dollars in the yo, bank. You know there's what I'm no service bad enough to where I can't tip anymore. Right. I you know just gotta eat that shit. I, gotta I, eat it, bro. I got some terrible service. Damn, and so straight up, bro, wrong food, cold food, all that shit. I'm like, yo, this is delicious. I mean, I'm tipping you. The meal was fifty dollars. I'm tipping you hundred dollars, man, because I. Just, I don't want to end up on Twitter with the shit circled up. Like, yeah. look at Meryl bum ass. Like, yo. It's, 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 I mean, it's easy. Like, nigga, you got koi fish. I was sick when I got the, the fucking notification from DoorDash. They pissed me off. Like, I, yo, yo, yo Melo B, yo, you ain't gonna hold me down, bro? No, that, what he talking about, like, with, with like, you can't, you do can't it get first. your food until you tip. I'm like, I tip, I tip. What the fuck, I tip, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I bring me my food, man. But then you start. <laughs> See, you start getting into like the nitty gritty of the conversations and the people that's really affected by it. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, you know what? This delivery service was created for me. And and us lazy motherfuckers who want to <laughs> don't want to go get the food. I want shit. Popeyes, but I want right. to So they it. made it easier and convenient for us. Right. So now it's a necessity for us. Like we need the fucking delivery service. So if we gonna go, if we gonna order the shit, then tip. Yeah. Like, we ain't got to go out the house. We ain't got to come downstairs. We ain't got to do shit. They drop the food off at the door. You ain't got You can get the Bro. food when you want to get it. They tell like, you, yo, your food's there. Tip. <laughs> right. Send a tip before. Fuck it. It's not that difficult to fucking right. send Look, man. a tip. And it's relative. The tip is relative to what you can give. If you feel like, okay, you, you feel, I feel good about the DoorDash service. I order for this shit all the time. I'm going to tip. I don't have a problem with adjusting to or adapting to what right. the new rules are but if i'm on a deliver food delivery service app and your shit been trash 
and I only order fast food on your shit, like, I ain't, no, you ain't asking me to tell you, <laughs> fucking tell you before. So for, I fuck with the fact that these delivery services are asking for it, the tip. Because I also know that the delivery guys and girls, they don't get shit. Yo, yeah. that's my beat. My beat is don't, don't charge the delivery fee is my beat. Right. Right. Because right, right, I had to stop right. doing this. I used to tell cats this is before the apps came around. You know, some 45 year old man delivering my pizza. And I didn't, I was too young to appreciate that, yo, what your life gotta be if you 45 years old delivering this pizza, yeah, right? right? And he looked at me, you got a tip for me? And I was like, they charge a delivery fee. I don't get that. I'm like, well, I'm like, you need to take that up with your boss. Like, y'all need a union. <laughs> now I got a bit more of a sophistication about right. myself. I'm like, oh, okay, right. they wrong. But that's my beef is. I feel like the tip is the delivery charge. Yes. Why are you charging? Like, this is a goddamn delivery service. Yeah, absolutely. How is there an extra fee for what it is that you do? Right. Crazy. And on top of that, a lot of those places will jack up the price on the menu. Oh, yeah. And then they'll hit you with the delivery no, charge and, on top and, of but it. All, but in the automatic gratuity charge. Like, it's, it's delivery. Like, so delivery give, fee, service fee, listen, credit card fee. Give the fucking, you, you black getting fee. a credit card fee anyway. <laughs> the, you getting a credit card fee. Give the delivery people the fucking the delivery fee because they are delivering the food and get let them build off of the tips that they get. I saw the tip of them in cash, bro, because somebody told me that they, they don't get the whole tip, I, I, whatever, whatever. And apparently they do now. Somebody put me on that they do, but I still was just like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Hold this. It's, like, greatest, school, it's like, one of the greatest inventions ever. Oh, but it's still you pay for it, fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know hell yeah, yeah. Like, it's still <laughs> fucked up. So. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Nobody... I fuck with it. I fuck with paying, you know, the tip before fool. All right, listen, make sure you push a big baller because we, you know what I'm saying, we we, we little all rich. You we big are. all rich. What's the craziest tip that you done left at a at an establishment, a restaurant? You know what I mean? I still like, as I'm writing the tip and I see the bill, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you still kept uh, all rich? It sounds like you like me. Twenty percent. That twenty percent. I'm with the calculator. What is Siri? What is twenty percent of eighteen? I'm usually I'm usually like a double the tax, right? Plus forty five fifty. Okay, right? Like that's usually quick maths. Quick maths. You know, so (laughs) double the tax plus forty five. That's me, right? And if the service was amazing, I'll just leave a whole separate little something else. Tip, like, and you know what I mean. If I like the service, if I don't, you, it might be a great server, and the restaurant treat them like shit. Uh, like, you know what? Here, I like, see, I see the black. I, I see the was fifty dollars. Here's two hundred. Here's yeah. one fifty. I like what you're doing, and you was you made it comfortable for me to come to this establishment. Right. Yeah, like you do something like that. Like I, 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 I'm too logical. Like I'd be looking at this, like, yo, this doesn't really make any sense. Yo, listen, <laughs> like I look at the numbers and proportions. Like, say the same and that's, shit? On, that's on small stuff where I'm like, come on, so if it's ten dollars. I could easily tip you five dollars. I could, but that don't make no sense. Don't make, that's I gotta, I gotta get off this. You start I breaking get shit down. Like How many I say, two I'm... ounce pours I had? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, yo, the only time I ever spent like eighty dollars at Taco Bell was fucking using Uber Eats, me with all the fees and all that other crazy shit. Taco Bell became elevated as far as when you look at the bill, like, damn. Taco Bell, sixty dollars. Yo, man, man. three tacos for twenty five dollars for a Chick Fil A meal, dog. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a franchise owner now for 60. I'm cool with that shit. The way I rationalized my laziness, like on the Chick-fil-A, because Chick-fil-A are like four blocks away from my house. And I rationalized it with- It's cold out. But, yeah, but buddy got the joint to keep your shit warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They got the heaters. It'll get cold yeah, and put yeah. out of place. Yeah. Yeah. The criminal they got the portable microwave, the soft microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Could I just eat my Chick-fil-A at Chick-fil-A? Hello? Totally different discussion for another yeah, day. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. Yo, 
7 p.m. in Brooklyn, man. The number one show in on the planet. B. I said it myself. Mellow the God in the building. Big Bubba, Bamani Jones on the motherfucker. Part of the left. Part of the left. number two show, by the way. The right time with Bamani Jones. Shout out to the right time. Shout out to the right time. Yes, sir.